0: This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Credit like system. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome to Marking Out 181. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, the only online listening experience. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I am doing awesome as always, and I am always joined, not always, but sometimes, no, mostly always, joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore How are you doing this morning?
1: I am ready. I am prepared. I cannot wait to talk about so much on this podcast. Uh, Last week. Well, not podcast, online listening experience, excuse me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look at that. How could you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Last week we had a question submitted that uh, we we recorded uh, before this was submitted, but we're going to get to it. Uh, ben H. submitted it. Hello, Brandon, Dave, and any possible guests. Thank you for reading my fantasy booking out last week, which is now two weeks ago. was great to hear your ideas. I thought I'd bring up another fantasy match of mine and maybe get your opinion. I always liked the idea of a Triple H versus Shane McMahon match, the setup being Triple H is taking over WWE, overthrowing the McMahons. So in the darkest moment when all hope is lost, suddenly Shane's music hits and he comes back and attacks Triple H, sort of like how he did with Randy Orton. Looking forward to hearing your response and wishing you a great week. Ben. Smiley face with the teeth showing. (laughs) I feel like I always have to say that. But uh, I would absolutely... Not that I would love to see Triple H wrestle Shane McMahon... Um, it's definitely something—a match that would have so much history behind it. I—I uh, I, I do know that uh, I've always—not always—I've I've wanted Shane McMahon to return for the longest time. He unfortunately has nothing to do with WWE anymore, or so the internet says. Yeah, so they
1: say. But, I mean, I, I, I gotta agree with you. I think that I—I would—I would mark out completely if Shane McMahon did return. And I wouldn't mind him having a small feud with uh, Triple H in that manner. Yeah, especially even, especially if it's like a hardcore match or no DQ to overthrow
0: the authority. I wouldn't mind that at all because that's like I,
1: I'm tired of the authority. You know, I'm tired. I, I'm all right. I'm not tired of it because I do see that it's there's. There's a lot of benefits coming from the authority. Yeah, but I there's mean, a lot
0: of like repetitiveness. Yeah, and...
1: there's a lot of repetitiveness, but there's also a lot of uh, diversity and variety that we're getting. I mean, now they're incl- they ha- they included the Shield. They had Daniel Bryan, and both the Shield and Daniel Bryan, I mean, have succeeded and reached. But, I think safe to say main main event level for but, all of those wrestlers, and now they're bringing in. Uh, Potentially Cesaro into that storyline,
0: but you have to remember that this is fantasy booking. And he says the deepest, darkest moment.
1: Deepest all... dark. All right. So what would? All right. So fantasy booking. What would that deepest, darkest moment be, where Shane McMahon would show up? in? Daniel what would that Brian... deepest Daniel moment
0: Brian's be? Daniel Bryan's no longer champion. Every... John Cena's no longer champion. Everybody, all the champions or whatever, are working for the Authority. Triple H, the champion? Not necessarily Triple H. It doesn't have to be him. Uh, It could be one of his goons.
1: Yeah, I was so engrossed with that entire storyline, like everything involving the McMahons, which is so unbelievable when you think about it, like in a business perspective, that the CEO and the owners and the family members are getting involved with the actual product and or bringing attention and bringing people in to watch it. I mean, back then, that was a reason why you would buy tickets to a show, because you wanted to see how Shane or Linda or whoever was going to get revenge on another family member.
0: Yeah, and I mean, not to say that, probably, it's probably, I don't know if it's been done before, where family members like that in a role where, where they...
1: Feuded or whatnot. But I'm, I'm sure it has on like in the Memphis area. Like and that's whatever. the thing.
0: Like I don't know. I don't know if they ever did do that. But I'm saying that if it did happen, WWE did it better. Yeah, and no. I it, I just agree. like just like TNA bringing in Dixie Carter on TV to have her play the Vince McMahon character. It, it's not going to hold a. And the candle. thing is,
1: is, it's not the same because at the time where you had that feud, you also had WCW. Uh, it, uh, pretty much triumphing, uh, uh, triumphing over that's not a good word to use uh, um, beating Monday Night Raw and like the, the ratings and everything and it's just a completely different scene at the time yeah like, but I would definitely be I would love to see that especially if it was a no DQ I mean I, I miss Shane McMahon especially I was looking through past like photos that they posted and where he was falling off the Tron. Um, I there's so many Shane McMahon moments that it's awesome.
0: He should be a guest at Comic Con. I'd go meet him.
1: Yeah, he was never a good wrestler. No,
0: no, no. I wouldn't say he wasn't a good wrestler because for what he was, he was good.
1: Hold on, hold on. He wasn't a good wrestler, but he was a great, great, great entertainer.
0: He's not a Kurt Angle. He's not a Charlie Haas, but he's good.
1: He's all right. He's good. He's he's not David Flair. uh, yes, no, definitely not. but I feel like he's more of an en- his whole thing was more shock and entertainment value over everything.
0: But the thing is, he could still wrestle a match I don't yeah. know I don't know who trained him or whatnot. I'm, obviously WWE did, but yeah, I he mean percent sure ha- wrestle a match.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. and he knows exactly how to entice the crowd and get them all involved in everything. Um, all right, next question. From the PTE show, which we gave a big shout-out last week to, uh, so go check out his YouTube pages. Great show yet again, you guys. Thanks, uh, thank you for the plug. I seriously appreciate it. I'd like to ask you guys if you think that Bray Wyatt has reached the prover- uh, proverbial gla- uh, glass ceiling with, his, with this feud with Chris Jericho. Keep up the great work, and thank you for being you. Hashtag countdown to 200. Uh thank you very much for the kind words. Um yeah, sorry for stuttering over a few words. Uh what do you think of that this uh storyline that's going on, Brandon? Um
0: I don't know if it's reached that point yet. I I feel like there's still more to I don't know. It's there it, it's I, it's weird to say i i can't find the words to actually
1: yeah i i could agree with you like i'm not over the storyline cuz i do want to see it play out and i do want to see a match of them again but i want to see i want to see a better match than what we saw in battleground which we'll talk yeah. about
0: there has to be more added something like some sort of sh- not not necessarily like a shock factor or something but something Added to it because we've seen Bray Wyatt typical Bray promo, Bray promo, Bray promo.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm Jericho
0: kind of, promo, Jericho promo, I'm, Jericho. I'm kind promo.
1: of tired of the promos. I don't not to like, say they're I, bad though. No, not at all. Um like, and as I've said, it's just my opinion. It could just be me, but promos in a, in general are just becoming so tough to get engaged with, and like the only ones that now currently that I'm interested with hearing. Is Dean Ambrose. I, I mean,
0: it, it kind of all went downhill with Paul Heyman and CM Punk. Everyone, like, probably just heard that one, oh, Saw Blue or something like that. But it's like, when you get that, like, shoved down your throat every week.
1: Yeah, I know. That's, I've said it so many times. I couldn't even watch a CM Punk promo without changing the channel just because it was either repetitive or it was. Stating what the IWC wanted to hear, and I just could, I couldn't do it anymore. Everyone's like, "That
0: man is God. How can you say that?"
1: Yeah, I it's couldn't like, do it anymore.
0: I mean, I still, I watched everything, but I was just, I wasn't, I wasn't happy with it.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. Up next, we have Chris. Uh, I guess Chris, Chris, Sweet Dog on Twitter. Uh, Triple H's opening promo on Raw this week is hands down the promo of the year. Well, I guess we'll talk
1: about that later. Yeah, we'll touch on that once we get to Monday Night Raw. Um, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't say promo of the year. It was a great promo and everything, but I think that there was a few promos that were better. Yeah. Um, next comment is from... Oh, and check out Chris's band, Carve Your Niche, uh, on Facebook, and they have a few shows coming up on Long Island, so go check out Carve Your Niche. Uh, next one is from Jasmine. Hey, guys. Thanks, thanks for putting out another awesome episode. I absolutely love the intro of this episode. The thunder, made the, the thunder made the Bray Wyatt impression even more enjoyable, so kudos to Brandon for putting that together. I thought that Paige's turn on AJ this past Monday on Raw was really fun to watch. The intensity from Paige was amazing, and I think it's great that we're seeing this side of her again. I also have to say that Bo Dallas, re- Bo Dallas's reaction after winning against Sandow has got to be my favorite, uh, my favorite out of all the holy crap I won reactions that he usually has. I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on what happened after Big E and Kofi's match against Brian Baxel. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. Thanks again for doing what you do every week. At Reverse Adam Saj, you see, it sounds a lot better when I start to. The- scroll through everything with my finger so maybe i'll just start doing that one
0: yeah you should just start fingering the
1: yeah no i'm not yeah you want to finish that joke no it's out there (laughs) yeah you you don't want to finish that joke no
0: it's a failed joke yeah um
1: that that had potential to be a really funny joke too no i was
0: gonna say the screen but
1: yeah Whatever. um yeah no i I Brandon you did an excellent job with that intro thank you so i I, I agree with her kudos that was awesome
0: there was some loud ass thunder that was going on that day I was like this will make a really good backdrop for a promo and <laughs> like, uh, and then all of it like I, I was I went downstairs I went to record rain stopped thunder stopped lightning stopped I was like are you are you kidding me luckily it happened like
1: that's funny. Thirty
0: minutes later, it came back, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Turned on the <laughs> computer again, and
1: I was kind of, I was, I'm kind of annoyed. You haven't posted a, a promo on my Facebook in a while.
0: Well, that's because Facebook doesn't allow me to post videos anymore.
1: That's weird. Yeah, it's honestly, worse,
0: like, no, I, like it doesn't let you. You used to be able to record off your webcam, right? Post it posted right yeah. to somebody's Facebook. Yeah, yeah, Can't do that anymore.
1: Brandon used to cut some of the funniest and best promos to my Facebook page. Whether it was imitating a WWE wrestler or doing it as himself, it's always, I'm always looking forward to it because Dude, I know I'm going to be highly entertained by it.
0: There was one of – do you have any ones that stick out or no?
1: Yeah, the one where you completely bashed me, um, where you were yelling at me through the computer screen because I insulted you and something and you are just like, how could you say that about me when you're doing this and this? I, th- I thought that was – I commented it on it like a few months ago, was but that's the, definitely my favorite one. Was it the mirror? I think so, yeah. That was such a good one. I like, had – Like you really I- cut like se- – could we like splice that into <laughs> an episode? Like I'm not even joking. Can it we? doesn't
0: make sense. It, it won't make sense unless you see the video.
1: I think – Because th- I'm, I'm
0: cutting the promo on you. I'm like how could you say that, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you look in a mirror?
1: Yeah, or I I I
0: look in the mirror. I know what I look like. I know what I see. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Why don't you take a look in the mirror? And I hold up a mirror out of nowhere, and then like it's supposed wait to wait be wait like, don't
1: don't spoil it. Let's let's air it next week. It's not well. We we'll just if, describe, describe if, it. If you want to if you we'll want to
0: download it and whatever and get it for me,
1: it's so it's so good. Um. All right. So Paige's turn. We'll definitely talk a little bit later on in the show. But I love seeing that intensity from Paige as well. And I, that entire that turn on AJ was perfect. Um, yeah, I, I do hope to see that, that anti-diva come out in Paige a lot more. Uh, with Bo Dallas' celebrations, I can't help but think that Swagger did it, though. Didn't Swagger used to run around the uh, but, ring?
0: But Bo does it differently.
1: Yeah, no. Bo does it more in a, in your face kind of cockiness. Surprise? I don't know. How's
0: that Bo Dallas drawing?
1: Oh that that was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. And then for the Biggie Kofi, we'll definitely definitely talk about that a little bit later on too. Yeah. Uh about moving on to Battleground. Yeah, well, thank you very much to everyone that uh submitted a comment and question. It is much appreciated. Yeah. Uh thank you for listening. And if you want to, please. Keep on commenting, leaving questions. If you have a question about anything, we said it. We'll play Dear Abby for you. If you have anything going on in real life, and we'll try to give our opinions on it.
0: Also, Keep- I'm glad. I'm glad you kind of reminded me. Uh. Uh, if you're by any chance Daryl Hall and you're listening to this, just write a comment on next week's on this week's episode and let us know that you're actually hearing all of this. So
1: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Thank you very much, and let's move on to sports entertainment.
0: You're not going to say, let's move on to sports entertainment. Yeah, they know. Yeah, but uh, WWE had a pay-per-view on Sunday live from the Tampa Bay Times Forum in Tampa, Florida. Battleground, it was kind of a pay-per-view that shouldn't have happened, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I got the feeling it was more of a Monday Night Raw. I was... A glorified one, Monday Night Raw. I was overall
0: very bored with this pay per view, with the exception of a few uh, high points, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, um, that's safe to say that. I mean, it's not to say that there wasn't any ba- uh, good matches on the card, because there was good matches and. and no, I think
0: I think every match was a good match. Uh, yeah, every it was match just except like,
1: for one or two
0: matches, but.
1: Yeah, like all like there were some matches in this that did tell stories and whatever. But just the overall factor of it was just not enough. First, let's say who won? Uh, Brandon won. I think it was 6-3. to three. Maybe 7-4? F- to four? No, no, no. Did One, you include two, three, Adam? Or
0: 5. you include Adam Rose and Fandango?
1: No. So I didn't include that. So look at that. Who did we pick? We both went Adam Rose. Nah. So 6 Seven of four? You just said, didn't you? Oh, seven, seven. Yeah, I didn't put a check mark next to Cena. Yeah, seven four. Yeah. But anyway, that match took place.
0: It was added last minute uh, on the WWE Network pre-show. I, I guess does anybody really expect Fandango to win?
1: Yeah, especially with his storyline currently with uh, Layla and Summer Rae. I don't think there's any way that he's going to be picking up any victories with them. Yeah, it was a. The,
0: it was a shorter match, uh,
1: but it was a good match for what it was. Yeah, I mean, for what for being a very short match, it was still entertaining. It still it still did what it had to do.
0: Yeah, and Summer Ray and Layla were out there. I guess still kind of causing distractions and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was a good good match. I mean, I, I thought it was fine. I'm good with it.
0: It was a good way to open a pre-show. Yeah, not uh, a good way to close a pre-show, however. Oh. Uh Cameron picked up the
1: victory against Naomi. Um, I'm, I'm stunned and baffled that they had Cameron go over in this. I'm not. Uh, the match itself wasn't so terrible, but I mean. You could definitely see that uh, Cameron slows down Naomi, though. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's very visible. And to her credit, Naomi made Naomi. Cameron look good.
0: And if I was going to compare these two to a tag team... It would be like the
1: Funkadactyls.
0: (laughs) I was going to say
1: Kalisto and Hello Cow. Yeah. Now I'm... I'm actually... Is it just me or is Cameron doing it all correct? Me. I mean, in the fact that she is a pro wrestler, she is trying to better herself in the ring and she's managed she already ha she may be one of the most hated women in w w e right now, but for a different reason for different reasons, but no matter which way she gets the heat and everything she's still getting a ton of it right could she could she flip could this be kind of like a Vicky Guerrero kind of a deal where I was just gonna say that where for when she first came on television, nobody wanted her, and we would rather her work backstage if you if you want to have her. Uh, make some sort of an income, ha- hire her for backstage, but not on television. Um, and then she just evolved into this massive, like, took all that heat that she started with and all that, uh, like, legit anger, uh, like, outside of the wrestling ring and storylines and evolved and made it into, became, like, one of the most hated women, hated people in the WWE and probably the world of pro wrestling. Um Do we see? Could we potentially see something like that from Cameron using this legit heat from the fans and turning it into something? I don't think it'll work. I I don't think it will work, but I am interested to see. So
0: I just don't think the ability's there, and I don't think it'll ever be
1: there. You know, I'm not too sure because she really she has that attitude about her that you definitely dislike her outside of her wrestling. Well, what, like, uh, it's because she think.
0: does dumb things.
1: Yeah, but that, because of that reason, I feel like she could really take advantage of it.
0: She's she's like, uh, this is gonna sound bad, but she, really bad, kind of. She's <laughs> like that twelve year old girl that you just wanted to punch in the face in
1: <laughs> middle school. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Did we name drop who you wanted to punch in? Middle school? No, I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, so opening match, which in my opinion... All right, we'll get to it after. No, it's, you're right. Um, See, well, uh, You could say it. The Usos uh, retained their WWE Tag Team Championship against the Wyatt family. This match, just like with Daniel Bryan versus uh, uh, Bray Wyatt at Royal Rumble as an opening match... It was one of the best matches I've seen in such a long time. And the, and the rest of the card was, couldn't hold up to it because it was that good. Right. This match, this tag team match, was unbelievable. This was tag team wrestling at its finest. Yeah. Um, and I really think that they were so good that the rest of the card couldn't live up to it.
0: Yeah, and it was a really good two out of three falls match with uh, Wyatt's picking up the first fall. Uso's picking up the second and third.
1: Yeah, I, there was so many moments where, like, that one part where Luke Harper got, like, towards the end where Luke, Har- Luke Harper got uh, hit with the sidekick and then just did completely, like, no-sold it yeah. and it just spun around into the discus clothesline. I was like, how did he do that? Like, what? I, I thought for sure the match was over. Yeah. I was like, I, no,
0: it can't be over. The Usos, the Usos <laughs> need to win. I I picked the Usos to win. They're going to lose it at Summerslam. It needs to happen like that.
1: Like the false finishes that this tag team, like this, these guys have been putting on the false finishes, it's like unbelievable because you, that is a diff. That's how good of a match it was. For the fact that I mean, not that Brandon and I are any better or anything, but for the fact that you could still get fans to react in a sort of way to a false finish where you'll just see the false finish and you throw your arms back and be like no way. Yeah. Like the fact that like you could draw that reaction out of so many fans and I'm sure that every fan watching this had the same reaction. You don't get any better than that.
0: And I for that end, for like the ending maybe 5 minutes of that match I turned my, my volume all the way up.
1: Yeah. I mean that I thought the finish was perfect too where they hit the double uh, the double splash yeah, the because s-
0: yeah, what else is going to hold them down? It's like
1: Exactly. I mean, they've done everything else. I mean, two out of three falls. They did something that they've never done before. Which sucks
0: because it's like, 2K. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I, I want to see that move in the game, but ain't nobody mo-capping that. That's funny, mo-capping that. Mo-capping I always that bring
1: it is- up I, and so much. Do you see Luke Harper ever being WWE World Heavyweight Champion? I mean, at some point, at some I, point. I don't not see it like anything I, listen anything is possible I'm so engrossed with everything he's definitely my favorite my current favorite wrestler on the roster.
0: there's I absolutely just, like no reason to say this person can never
1: be champion No but the thing is about him like he's just the way that his mannerisms in the ring, the way that he he's so professional too I don't know if anybody else catches this but every time he goes for a pinfall he always makes sure uh, he always makes sure that his face is facing the camera, that he, he's always pinning on the hard camera side, which is something that you don't really see too often. Like he's just so professional, and what he's doing in the ring and doing the suicide dives and for being an over 300 pounder, like, it's just unbelievable.
0: You're you're probably going to say that you enjoyed it or liked it or didn't mind it, but that theme song, I don't get it. I don't understand why you're going to keep trying to change it.
1: That's I I agree with you that they shouldn't be flipping it so uh, so often as they are. Like they're
0: obviously they're trying to find something that works, but they already have something that works. You could stay with like I guess they're doing it for an eventual breakup or something, but that's not necessary.
1: Yeah, they're they're trying to separate them from Bray Wyatt. I, I think that's the most that you can take from it uh, is that they're trying to separate them from Bray Wyatt.
0: Like if you want – you can't. You absolutely can't. I mean, you can't change the theme song. You can't do that by changing their theme song like that.
1: Yeah. Um, like I, mean, why, I, I why like are they? Said, they I don't, think, they're don't not, think there's any reason for it. They're
0: not even the ones that say he's got the whole world in his hands and you're going to have that stupid little kid. That's another person you want to pump in the face.
1: <laughs> I hate um, child
0: singers. I really do. They all think they're the shit.
1: Nah, what can you do? AJ defended her Divas Championship successfully against Paige. Um, Good match. Yeah. But, I mean, what else can you say about it?
0: There were points. I actually did think Paige was going to pick up the victory here. But uh, I guess hopefully Paige with her newfound – I mean, not to skip ahead, but her newfound – Rage? Yeah. We'll Um, see maybe next pay-per-view.
1: I think the stuff to take away from this match is that AJ gained respect for Paige. Um, she, got, she was able to escape the uh, – what is it? The Widow's
0: – Scorpion Deathlock? No. No, no, no. That's it. That's,
1: <laughs> um, what's AJ's no. finisher?
0: The Widow's Peak? Yeah. No, the, no. No, no
1: that's, that's Victoria. Why do we
0: always have problems remembering her finisher? The,
1: I don't know. It's – why? The, the Widow's – the Widow
0: – Widow's Way?
1: No, the the widow who whittled the whittled shoe. The Black Widow. No, that's her nickname. The black Widow. No, that's her nickname. <laughs> no, the Black Widow. That has to <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, no, no, it is the Black Widow. Black I've never widow. heard anyone call AJ the Black Widow. Yeah, uh, That's what it says on Wikipedia, nicknames. G- Geek, goddess, crazy chick, the Black Widow. I've never heard her be, I mean, mm,
0: yeah. I don't know but if she- i ever heard any of those three. <laughs>
1: me neither. Uh, but still, uh... She Paige got out of the Black Widow and it, it was definitely an impressive match and it's still I'm not gonna be
2: beggars can't
1: be choosers. I will.
0: I didn't I don't think AJ performs. I really don't.
1: I think CM Punk would uh, disagree with you on that one. Well, I mean, we're talking about <laughs> two different kind of performs. Yeah. Um, we also had Swagger take on Rusev and uh, losing effort. Via count out. Yeah, be a countdown. And then they went on. All right, so I thought it was a good match, though. Yeah. I thought it was a good match. You had good... The crowd was definitely involved and uh, reacted as you would want them to react.
0: Yeah, it was definitely a really good match. The crowd was, as you said, reacting to it. Uh, I guess based off of how hot the Rusev and Swagger thing was before the pay-per-view happened, it it was... uh, it was really great turnout. I just hope they continue this because the whole Russian Ukraine thing, whatever.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I really. This is one reason why I would never buy stock in the WWE because there's a lot of people out there that don't understand pro wrestling and the entertainment factor of it and the storyline and the scripted factor. How and, could
0: Sergeant Slaughter really turn his back on the United States of America?
1: Yeah, like because people will legit buy into what you're putting out there as your product, even if it is scripted. They'll buy it as legit, and that will definitely sh- uh, reflect itself in your stock in the stock market. I mean, look at what happened when Vince McMahon sold WWE to Donald Trump, and the uh, the stock plummeted. Yeah. After that, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it's just. I hate it I hate seeing people take it to that extreme outside that don't really but understand be, it. Yeah,
0: cuz they don't yeah, they really don't understand stuff.
1: Um I mean like, I like
0: BuzzFeed posted an article and it's like stupid. No, they did this before that any of this came through. It's like And
1: and the always the always go-to factor, the always event that they always bring up is Muhammad Hassan uh with the terrorist angle, which I still
0: hate that they got rid of that, man. I thought
1: they had such Good stuff with Mohammed Hassan. I mean,
0: that terrorist
1: part was pretty like, yeah, that, that was, was
0: pretty extreme.
1: Yeah, that was very extreme. But that character as a whole, I I thought he was great. I would love to see him come back to wrestling. Yeah, because like done. the whole
0: the whole thing with him and Davari when they were like debuting, they were airing those vignettes where we're not terrorists; we're just people trying to wrestle. I, basically, I
1: think that they would have benefited. From they would have been benef- uh, benefited from doing it now because, like, how Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter did their uh have their angle, and then one of those CNN personalities or whatever bashed them, and they did that little promo where they pretty they yeah crossed that that barrier and completely broke kayfabe, Said, I'm Jake Hager, and, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm whatever. And, and these I'm are dirty Dutchman man, tell. <laughs> yeah, like these are per- the characters that we are portraying, yeah. this is not who we are, and I feel like if they had that with Mohammed Assam back then and the YouTube factor where you could cross over and communicate that way, it would have ended a lot better. It's so stupid, it's like, oh my
0: God, you have this movie about World War II and Hitler's in it, how could you do that?
2: But yeah it's
1: like why is? Why should pro wrestling be treated any different from a movie? You have movies about everything. Yeah, I mean, whether or not this guy lost his
0: car or somebody
1: puts his penis inside of a pie. Yeah, anything, anything. You think about it, anything. Um, but the end and of the match your, came where? Uh, what?
0: I was gonna say, and for a low price of nine ninety nine, your fantasy can be yours.
1: <laughs> Just email us at marking out one at gmail. Okay, gmail.com. relax there, Dave. Um. Yeah, but Swagger locked in the, the ankle lock on Rusev. The Patriot lock. Yeah, sorry. Uh, countering the, uh, the sidekick. Oh,
0: no, right. Sorry. Yeah, the
1: sidekick. And then they ended up onto the outside of the ring, and uh, Swagger got knocked unconscious, which I guess it was weird for the fact that, like, the yeah. doctor was going over to him, moving around his neck and everything. And I'm, like, watching him, like, if he's unconscious and – could possibly have an injury to the head. Wouldn't you not move the neck around, the head around that much? I thought for sure he was going to <clears> get a water bottle out and throw it on. <laughs> get some smelling salts. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Rusev following the match, following the countdown, put him back in the room for the accolade. I, I'm so fine with this. I thought it was great. I thought it could conti- it – cont- obviously it's going to continue. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. Continue. The intentions of the match was to continue it, though. Yeah. Uh, I
0: guess up next... Oh, no, before this match, actually. Before Rusev and Swagger, uh, Dean Ambrose just attacked the heck out of Seth Rollins. And Triple H took him off. Uh, had security and everybody take him off and throw him out. Banned him from the arena that night. So uh, when it came time for Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose... Seth Rollins was there. Dean Ambrose wasn't there. So Seth Rollins defeated Dean Ambrose via forfeit.
1: And Dave gets a point in the... Which is picks.
0: such horseshit because, like, he got banned from the arena. He couldn't be. Like, of course he had a forfeit. But, that's, but, that's,
1: why, but that's the point of it because... But that's horseshit. It gets, but it gets Rollins and the authority a lot of heat over that because that's, that's not fair.
0: But it's not fair to me who was Ex- going perfect picks.
1: I think it's not fair that they. Except I picked card. Swagger to win, so that I think perfect. it's not fair that they took this match off the card.
0: But you never like that could have been from the start. Yeah, they had nine matches announced.
1: Yeah, I think I think, actually, I think the
0: no, time, they didn't have nine matches. They had they had eight matches announced for the. But Bears.
1: even still, that's a lot, and I mean, I do agree with them. They had to take off one of the matches, and I mean, when you're looking yeah, at it, no, actually, I don't know. I don't
0: think they did because the pre-show they had. Those two matches. Then they had the other.
1: They matches, had seven, ma- seven matches on the main card.
0: But six were actually ones that happened. I don't know. What do you mean? No,
1: seven One, happened. One, two, three, Wait. four, oh, five, sorry, six. Sorry, 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 sorry. I I included Ambrose uh, Rollins. Six. But it's like, I mean, because you know that Rollins 20. versus Ambrose has to be at least fifteen minutes, at least. Because anything less than that, it's going to be a letdown. So you need to really give it the time. But I feel like the way that they went about it was I don't know. I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent on it. But De- Dean Ambrose has really reminded me of the loose cannon Brian Pillman. A where, lot. Where did all the time go? What do you mean? In this pay per view? Well, figure the Battle Royal, Wyatt's Usos. Um. And then the... That's really it. i adding stuff.
0: up... There's like a half hour of programming missing.
1: But then you also have promos. Like the backstage stuff.
0: But that's like... That's so stupid <laughs> that you're going to fill that with 20 minutes that could have went to another match.
1: And then figure you also have promos for upcoming WWE stuff.
0: I always hate that there's commercials and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm indifferent on them removing that card. If I bought a ticket... For that event, I would legit be disappointed.
0: I wouldn't, based off of Usos and Wyatts alone.
1: Well, I would be disappointed because I was really looking forward to Rollins versus Ambrose. I mean, Well, I don't... Card, card subject change. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Um, we also had Y2J defeating Bray Wyatt. Um, the match was, dare I say, lackluster. Oh, go ahead. It was very boring. Yeah, um, it didn't live up to expectations. Not to say that they are not good wrestlers or anything; great wrestlers. Um, but the match just didn't live up. Uh, the crowd didn't seem energized or anything. It just—it just dragged. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what their second ma- their next match, is going to be about.
0: Yeah, after that, uh really disappointing to to me. Uh the Miz won the Intercontinental Championship by I def- I mean eliminating Dolph Ziggler last.
1: I'm okay. I'm okay with the Miz winning that. I
0: it's just it's just complete boring. Nobody cares about Miz winning the but championship.
1: The thing, but the thing is they they gave it to him really. I mean, from what I've read Ziggler was originally slated to win the championship. But then with The Miz returning, The Miz does a lot of media, and he has the Marine 4 coming out very soon. I
0: was going to say, though, like, obviously, maybe down the line at SummerSlam or something, Ziggler could take it or whatever. Yeah,
1: no, I, I definitely see The Miz as a transitional champion, though. What
0: I was saying more disappointing with this match Zack Ryder eliminated at number two.
1: I know. Two, I know. Two, 2 Like, what is that? Something that wasn't disappointing was that Kofi Kingston spot with Cesaro and Big E.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. That, that was really, really cool. True definition of friends there, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. I I think that out of everything, Cesaro shined big time in this match.
0: Cesaro always shines.
1: Yeah. Ziggler as well. I thought it was weird. There was one point where everyone was knocked out just so Sheamus and Ryback could, Ryback could square off. Yeah, And it was just... Awkward. I mean, Ryback's not that big guy that he used to be, and neither is Sheamus. And to have everyone like kind of stay down, and so you can have these two face off. It's not like a oh, these are the two biggest men in the match facing off.
0: Honestly, face. though, like, I mean, aside from Cesaro and Ziggler, they kind of they kind of are the
1: biggest. No, no. I mean, they are, but they don't have that that. They're not going to get that reaction from the crowd, though. Yeah. I mean, yes, they are, but it's not going to get the crea- the reaction that I think WWE was thinking it would.
0: Also, uh, what was something that happened during this match?
1: The Miz going under the, the, oh, yeah. the rope and pretty much playing. The Miz, I don't think anybody else plays it better. Uh, he knows how to win battle royals. He knows how to be sneaky. He I, I like it. I always like stuff like that. Jerry Lawler used to do it, Don't the Clown. I, I always liked uh, sneaky maneuvers like that. Yeah. Um, I
0: mean, not, not that I'm... I, I feel like I'm over it now. I feel like I've seen it so many times, but...
1: It's very predictable when it does happen, though.
0: Yeah, because it's like, oh, obviously Miz is going to pick up this victory. He's out of the ring.
1: Yeah, now if the Miz didn't win, I would have liked that, too. A lot. <laughs> like if, if he No, but the, if he did hide the entire match and then got in at the last moment and went to go throw at Ziggler, and Ziggler reverses him and throws him out, I, I that would be a smart and cool ending. Yeah. Um, main event time we had. Oh, and, for, and Wade Barrett did a little cut pro, a kind of promo before the match started, which was pretty cool. Pretty much stating that he'll be back, and he expects he's going to be taking his championship. Yeah. So, heavyweight, uh, world heavyweight title match. WWE World. Yeah, WWE. Cena vs. Kane vs. Orton vs. Reigns. Uh, John Cena walking out champion.
0: Real real shocker there.
1: Yeah. I mean, what else? It was very predictable. Everything that you thought was going to happen, happened.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing to say.
1: No, that was it. Um, Yeah, so that was WWE Battleground. Uh next up we're gonna be having SummerSlam, right? Next is SummerSlam.
0: Yep, live at the Staples Center out in their uh residency at the Staples Center for some reason.
1: Yeah. They're doing the access and everything again, right? Nope. No? Nope. Wonder why.
0: I guess it just wasn't slated since the beginning of this since the schedule was released. They didn't do it. But they're doing uh superstar panels. Which I guess maybe that'll work out better for them. Like it's I guess
1: maybe it's like yeah. It'll cost cost less,
0: and uh, they'll be able to charge people more. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I can see that being a reason with it being cost effective. I
0: think they have like five sessions, and uh, one of those sessions is the 2K15 roster reveal. So.
1: And I think everyone looks forward to that the most during SummerSlam now.
0: And I really, I hope, hope, hope it's on the network or something. Yeah. I'll have to sit downstairs and live tweet
1: it. For sure. Um, all right, let's move on to uh Monday night raw Monday night raw
2: <laughs> Monday night raw
1: um, Monday night Nitro sweet let's kick off with the goods let's start let's start with the middles. really
0: yeah, why not? You told me
1: before we recorded let's start with the goods and then I was like, no, let's start with the middles, and you right. laughed about it. All right, let's start with the bads then. Yeah, okay. All right. Dave's so, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: Faux Fo show. Faux show. Second time I said that on this show.
1: <laughs> I think. Possibly.
0: But regardless. That's one. Uh, middles? There's no bads this week?
1: Yeah, there's no bads this week. Yeah, let's go to the middles.
0: Uh, Alicia Fox. Cameron, Eva Marie, and Rosa Mendez teamed up to uh, take on Nikki Bella. Before the match, Brie was shown in the crowd, and uh, they hugged. They did a little uh, sister hug or whatever. I don't know if that's a weird thing to say, but... uh, Sister, sister. And Stephanie McMahon's like, you thought you could slip that by me? That wasn't a surprise? Like, you knew she was going to be here? I I thought that
1: Stephanie was golden on the mic. Brie was like,
0: I have a ticket, bitch.
1: Yeah, and that was the big moment where uh, (laughs) Stephanie McMahon pretty much got her words in there. And as she's walking away, Brie Bella calls her a bitch. Yeah. And then the crowd, the the shock on the faces of the audience members around that area was pretty awesome.
0: I kind of feel
1: like those were workers. You know, maybe. Because I
0: saw a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, my God, this is so-and-so. Oh, my God, this is so-and-so. That's
1: funny. I mean, it is possible. I didn't understand. Why did Brie Bella have to give a lap dance to everyone in the front row to move over a little bit? What are you talking about? She didn't stay in one place. She started moving over, like, in front of where people were sitting. Um, Like, I understand why she had to move over.
0: I don't understand why they bleeped bitch in the further... Showings of that clip.
1: Oh, I, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, but Stephanie but over- McMahon slapped Brie
0: and security, then had security throw her out of the building.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? I'm engrossed. I want to see uh, what's going to happen with this. I mean, we know a few months ago or late last year, Stephanie McMahon was signed as a WWE pro wrestler.
0: Which we all thought was going to be against Eden. With Cody nope. Rhodes.
1: Oh, yeah. Turns
0: out, no.
1: Yeah, we, so, assume,
0: we assume it'll be with Brie Bella.
1: Yeah, so I guess now with her being on that contract that we found out about a long time ago, bringing that back up, I guess maybe we're going to end up seeing Stephanie McMahon step back into the ring to face up against Brie Bella.
0: Also, I just want to say women shouldn't get breast implants.
1: Yeah, And was- women
0: shouldn't work out their chest as much like that.
1: Yeah, her looked breasts terrible. looked like weird. They they were terrible. Like I don't know, did a kid suck it dry? Like it did <laughs> not. Serious? It, yeah, it looked weird.
0: That's because they're implants, and she works out her chest. Yeah, she she now has muscles where her breasts should be, and she well, has implants.
1: Well, then you would still have the implants there. The implants, yeah, don't but the implants, yes, they do though.
0: They go from looking like real. Breasts to looking like
1: round, hard rocks.
2: I don't
0: know.
1: I... Yeah. But the match
0: itself was horrendous.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) Like, all right, so if we were able to separate it, the Bria and Stefan was good, and this was just bad. Why is it... Why wasn't it a tag team? Like, why was there the tags? I guess
0: maybe because we saw that just before. Like, I think that. But it's weird. Like, when the four of them attack Nikki... Alicia Fox hit Cameron the same way she would hit Nikki at one point, and nothing came of that. Like, she was just, like, off, off cue, I guess. Not really off cue, but... That's funny. It was, like, the same shitty punches that she hit to, to Nikki.
1: Yeah. That's very funny. Um, um, yeah, but it was a bad match.
0: It was, uh, I guess, nice of the screen to black out when Nikki Bella's nipple popped out. And I I
1: didn't know.
0: In my opinion, it's very sexist of who's ever decision that was to black out the screen. For sure, because women, men have nipples, women have nipples. Women can be can be uh, topless in New York City. It's a sexist thing. And what kind of world do we live in?
1: A sexist world, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Bo Dallas defeated Damian Sandow. Uh, Sand. I love the reaction Sandow got because he came out to, first you see the Titan Tron and it says LeBron James. And the crowd actually popped for it. And then Sandow came out. And that switched over really quick.
0: Yeah, dressed as I guess LeBron James. But I don't understand why they'd have a heel face a heel.
1: I don't see, you know, I don't see the two of them. As heels, really. They but are. But then, as we know, Vince McMahon, or we don't know, but we hear. Uh, hear. There are, yeah, we read, but there's yeah, no heels right. or faces in WWE. There is.
0: Don't, that's horseshit. If Vince McMahon wants to say that, that's absolute horseshit. It's clear and present that it's not true. Yeah. All these little internet things that we hear that come from, oh, Vince McMahon and the backstage, oh, do this, do that. From- People
1: make up stuff all the time. It all
0: slowly turns into such bullshit.
1: Yeah, man. like AJ being pregnant.
0: Like if I could I mean let's might as well go to the, the goods. Right?
1: Um I mean we're
0: done talking about Bo Dallas or no?
1: No, I I thought I thought I was fine with everything in this match.
0: Yeah, so Bo Dallas defeated Sandow.
1: Yeah. Alright. Oh no, never mind. We still have more middles. Yeah, there's more middles. So I thought maybe you had something <laughs> to relate to that. Well,
0: I was gonna, I was gonna move on to Triple H's promo, but we'll see. Oh no, no, months.
1: no. Yeah, Flow Rider had his promo backstage where Heath Slater interrupted him, playing off their WrestleMania 28, which uh, kind
0: of sucked. That it was just oh, push down and you're yeah. Out. I wanted to actually it's see Flow Flo Rider like
1: throw some punches or it's Flow Rider, not Mike Tyson. Like you get pushed
0: by him and you're out. Like are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, I, w- I wanted to see more of that. And his performance was not good. Yeah, the,
0: honestly, the only reason why this is in the middles is because that Heath Slater segment beforehand. Uh, I mean, you had... I mean, the performance wasn't bad on his no, part. No, it, it was my, just...
1: My, my problem with it was that it's the stuff that he had, the same exact set, uh, set that yeah, he had. Yeah, we saw, it, years, at, we saw it at WrestleMania 28. The same exact songs. You I mean,
0: had, you had this chick that was clearly fucking lip syncing over the over the sea part and other female parts. Yeah, it's like, why would did I hope WWE didn't pay her to stand on the stage and lip sync over somebody else's song?
1: I just i I wanted to see new songs or something, not and like they his, his latest that one song. Other song. But no, they they were all no, old wasn't songs.
0: That, no, that last song was his new one. I thought.
1: I have to listen to it again, but I'm pretty positive. That's on his new album that was out three years ago. So it's pretty much old news already. Well... Um, you yeah. also had Rusev defeating Kali. This match made Kali look
0: even weaker than recent weeks.
1: Yeah, so does that mean you can fire him now?
0: I guess not. Could we do that? I don't think we can.
1: Why not? Do we yeah. have that ability? India. India loves Hire Kali. Sanjay Dutt. There you go.
0: That wouldn't work. Why not? Because Kali's a tall guy that attracts Indians, and and Sanjay's not
1: tall. That's true. He's not tall. He's not lying either. Um, Brandon, not lying. Um, yeah. Closing out Monday Night Raw was middle as well. Huge
0: disappointment, though.
1: Yeah, definitely. You had Triple H cutting the promo. Paul Heyman coming out. Oh wait, no. Ordin coming out, Reigns coming out, knocking out Ordin. Clearing that whole thing. No. Yeah. No. Triple H had to choose. He chose Ordin or came out. You're wrong. How so?
0: That's the opening promo. Uh,
1: no, that was how they closed, I thought.
0: No, that's the opening promo.
1: No. They yeah, in, in the closing Ordin came uh, he had Ordin come out as who he's going to be choosing. Reigns came out attacked Ordin. Uh, or knocked him out. And then Paul Heming walked out, brought out Brock Lesnar, told tripl- uh, Triple H he could choose, and he ended up choosing Brock Lesnar. Why do I not
0: remember that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, o- o Randy Orton originally came out. No. That's, why, that's why I actually popped through it, because I thought, I was just like, I'm, I, yeah, I don't want to see Orton versus Cena.
0: No, that was the opening promo. That set up Orton and
1: Kane no, versus the opening, Reigns. No, the opening, the opening promo was with Kane, uh, Kane Orton, and Reigns in Triple H. Yeah, Kane, Kane wasn't involved in the closing segment. Just or- Orton, Reigns, Heyman, Lesnar, and Triple H. Because, I mean, I guess we might as well move on to the goods. Uh, starting well, off- hold
0: on. I want to still say that that ending part was very disappointing. And it's, it's like as if nobody knew that was going to happen. I, re- I really wanted somebody like The Rock to just come out and do something. I wanted to be surprised. But it, I wasn't surprised at all.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean, not. I mean, considering that the WWE magazine spoiled it for you like earlier that day, right? Yeah, you
0: open up the fucking new magazine and it's got Brock and, and Trisina on the cover for SummerSlam. Not the, yeah. the main cover, the inside cover.
1: I mean, I, I just hate that they spoil everything that they put out there um so opening promo Triple H Orton Kane Reigns um they were all in the ring and then at one point uh Reigns got into the ring pretty much standing up to Triple H Orton and Kane and Kane's uh Reigns going on the the attack nailing Kane with his Superman punch knocking him out Orton retreating I thought it was very good I thought Reigns on the mic was great and then this set up Randy Orton and Kane versus Roman Reigns at that very moment.
0: Oh right. Okay. Now now I'm remembering. I know. I know. Ro- Roman Reigns. Okay. Orton came out and Roman Reigns cut him off before he could step into the ring. Exactly. That was in the finale. And the, yes. And then they fought yes. into the crowd. Yes. Yes. Okay. My mistake. No. You know. You know well, what you're talking about. What the fuck about? was you're that good. noise? That was the scariest noise I ever heard.
1: <laughs> you're good. Um, Roman Reigns picked up the victory in this. It was pretty much your, your. Typical handicap match. Well, before it's you so- even
0: speak about that, I was going to talk about the promo. Uh, before I was going to bring it up, before we were moving on to the... to the, We still had more middles. Uh, the whole things like we hear backstage and everything, like, oh, you could do this, grab the brass ring, is something we always heard. And that turned out to be complete fucking shit. Triple H, in this promo, said the entire roster has a chance to impress him, which... We know is bullshit. We know in reality that's just not the case. We know that that's never gonna happen. We've we see we've seen it happen and then fail. We've seen guys Zach Ryder's the absolute number one case with this mark on it. Oh, I'm going out there. I'm going to be uh, become over. I'm over right now. Oh no, he we didn't do it. He did it by himself. Let's just brush him off. He doesn't. We don't give a shit. Let's just throw him under the rug.
1: I kind of disagree with you after what we saw on raw with what with Ryder. i but mean i do no,
0: with, with the dave it's two years ago he was hot in 2011
1: yeah 2012. but 12 i don't think it would have done much by pulling the trigger back then
0: pulling the trigger with what with Ryder. he could have been anything they had he could have had a main event match not a main event match i'm sorry to say that a, a match, a singles match at WrestleMania, a victory at WrestleMania, something like that. I, I, been, I, uh, agree.
1: I agree with you with that. He could have picked up the victory. And they they like, could have no. at least given us a conclusion to Kane versus Ryder. Yeah, and then
0: for two years, it went, it went dormant. Where's yeah. Zack Ryder been? Oh, wow. I now, mean, finally. I,
1: I would love to see, even if Ryder randomly attacks Kane, just to get vengeance on him. for Yeah, it may have been two years ago, but it's pro wrestling. You know, storylines always come, uh, repeat each other and come back up. But the fact oh. that
0: Triple H says, "Oh, the entire roster has a chance to impress me," fucking horseshit, and uh, everybody listening knows that.
1: Yeah, everybody knows that's bullshit. So during the match, Kane went to go tag uh, Randy Orton. Orton not having anything of it, so Kane choked, uh proceeds to put his hand around Orton's throat as if he was going to choke slam him, and then turns around gets. Um, Superman punched by Roman Reigns and nailed with a spear.
2: Yeah,
1: and Randy Orton retreats once again. Well, not once again. So I mean, for the first again. It's for the first for the first
0: multiple times.
1: Yeah, well, for the first time in the night. Yeah, and not the last time. Um, you also had in the goods the uh, uh, Bray Wyatt promo. I guess it was supposed to be the highlight reel.
0: Uh, the Wyatt family came out, and Chris Jericho was nowhere to be found, and Bray was like. Take a look at what we did, and they cut backstage. Jericho was—they showed the what happened. They—they they beat him up. It's Sister Abigail into the lockers, and Jericho's ear was bleeding. Zack Ryder was on TV.
1: I thought it looked awesome. Yeah, that, that Sister Abigail looked really cool. I love the fact that Jericho is willing to do these storylines with such young talent. Um, I, yeah. I'm always a fan of that, and I—you have to respect wrestlers that do do that because they know they. They get it. They understand that they have to put their names out there, their bodies out there, their reputations out there in order to benefit these younger wrestlers and continue uh, to make what pro wrestling is.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, Bray Wyatt ended up saying that the match at Battleground was just a battle and he'll end up winning the war between him and Jericho. So we'll see where that goes in the I I really hope weeks. that it's,
1: it's going to be better. Yeah. Something that was... Probably the match of the night, in my this, opinion, Ziggler.
0: I said this with the pay per view with the Wyatts and Usos. I turned my volume up. This match, yeah. I turned my volume up too.
1: Ziggler defeating the Miz. Yeah, very
0: surprising. Should have been for the title. But it yeah, shouldn't I, have been. It really shouldn't have been for the title. But
1: I, I love that finish, though. Yeah. Where, where he's. Uh, what happened? Ziggler went for a super kick. But the, so the Miz went to like. Re, he reacted to it. He went to move out of the way of the super kick. And so Ziggler faked him out and nailed him with the, uh, with the zigzag for the win.
0: Yeah, it was a great back-and-forth match. And uh, there were tons of times where either one of them could have won it.
1: Yeah, no, without a doubt. And this is why I think that I am excited to see The Miz as IC champ. Um, I understand why they did do it, especially with the media and Marine Four and everything. Yeah. It's
0: definitely clear that WWE could have given the championship to Ziggler. Yeah. But uh, if he eventually wins it they all, the fans will be even more behind him and happy to see him as champion.
1: Yeah, I think no matter what happens, Ziggler's going to get a positive reaction from the crowd.
0: Yeah. The
1: guy um, the guy really he can't do no bad. Yeah. Um and do we I guess, also, what? That?
0: what were you gonna say? Do we also no, I,
1: I, I, was, I was gonna move on.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say uh, try to hide your boner here. <laughs> no? No?
1: I don't know. With yeah. Cesaro?
0: Oh, no. We were going to do that later.
1: Were we? Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. So, yeah. how your boner. Uh, AJ and Paige teaming up. Your boner. Oh, my boner. Okay. Uh, taking Andy, on yeah. Natalia and Emma.
0: I don't understand at all why Natty and Emma were the opponents, but well, if you look the...
1: at it, there's no other people. Exactly. I is... think they... I'm okay with it because once I saw these four wrestlers in the ring... I I was glued to the t like to the TV. I wanted to see this.
2: Yeah, they <laughs>
0: definitely outshine the other fucking five.
1: Yeah, but even still, Emma Emma did a great job. The time. Like they all did their part in the match. What
0: do you mean? Even still, I'm giving them credit. Yeah, It was so much better than any divas match that Alicia. Oh, I Plot's thought put on. I thought you
1: were singling out one of them. No, 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 I'm no, mistaken.
0: no. These four divas put on a way better match than the five that we saw.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I misheard you.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, no, but it was such a, a pleasure, I guess, to see a match like this. Yeah. Um, so the finish happened where Natalia locked in the sharpshooter, and then Paige finally makes a tag to AJ, and AJ nails a shining wizard for the win. Don't call that a shining wizard. That was fucking awful. That looked like she legit that nailed her. That was awful. That was that so terrible. Painful.
0: And that's another reason why I say AJ sucks. That was terrible. Like, she just lunged at her like Mike Knox would do and just, oh, let's call it a Shining Wizard. That
1: wasn't a Shining Wizard. Uh, no, it, it was more like a, I don't know.
0: Or as if Bray, uh, to make it more updated reference, like Bray Wyatt used to do. To run at them with the body, the running crossbody. Like Except that. she hit the knee to the face. That was so, so fucking terrible. Yeah. And I hope other people agree. Because uh, it's so, it, I hate that... When I'm watching Raw, people are like, How dare you say that about AJ? She is the best thing in the Divas division today. As it's like, like the, did you see that guys move?
1: Wear, as the guy's wearing his latest AJ T shirt.
0: I'm like, I'm sorry, did you see that move that she just hit? And they they call that a shining wizard? Because I'm pretty sure that's disrespectful to anyone who's ever hit a shining wizard before.
1: And then they and then their response is, "You're
0: just racist."
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that is go to bad. And how many shining wizards have you thrown, or how many, how long have you wrestled?
0: You just don't like AJ. Yeah. You're just a mark. Well, fuck you! Oh. Look at the name of our podcast. Yeah. Whoa, whoa whoa, whoa, whoa! Our internet whoa. listening experience. <laughs> whoa! What is that? Internet. Our listening? online listening experience. Jeez, there you go. It's gonna take a few episodes to get used to.
1: Yeah. We are marking out the online listening experience. Olay.
0: Oh, we are Olay. <laughs> Except I don't want to say that.
1: I I do. I'm going to start hashtagging Olay for us. And I don't want to do that. Marking out Olay?
0: No. If you could fit online listening experience, fit it.
1: Oh, okay. We can, we'll could. We'll do it. Well <laughs> um, so I guess the bigger thing to take away from the match is following AJ celebrating the victory.
0: Well, Paige celebrated with her.
1: Yes, after she got back into the ring. And then
0: just boom, tore her apart.
1: Yeah, I love that the hair pull that she did. Asia was walk, turned her back, and then Paige just pulled yanked her by the hair to the mat and then just nailed a bunch of headbutts to her. I It appears as if the anti Diva Yeah has arrived. That aggression. She yelled at the crowd a little bit. I I laughed my ass off. There was a part where she throws AJ over the commentator's table and she's yelling. And you hear a little kid that must have been sitting behind Jerry Lawler or one of them yell out to Paige, Indoor voices, okay? <laughs> I could not stop laughing. Um, yeah, but this was awesome. I'm happy to see this, sort of, this side from Paige. And um, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen.
0: And uh, probably the second best thing of the night...
1: Uh, close to the markout moment of the week.
0: <laughs> uh, Zack Ryder with Layla and Summer Ray defeated Fondongo. Yeah. And it's like crazy. Zack Ryder was so over during this match. It's like, I wa- like he was the number one selling merch or number two selling merch, and now there's like nothing.
1: Yeah. I think that maybe they're just, they took down everything because they're getting ready to revamp them.
0: I don't know. They just put up. I think it might still be up there. I'm not sure. The other, uh, the other shirt, the uh, the purple V-neck with the sick sunglasses. Oh, gotcha. They put
1: yeah, that back up. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know maybe they're, maybe they're gonna start putting more merchandise out now. Give him some, some sort of a storyline. I mean, now he's back with a beard. Come on, that's got to say something. It's not, it's not
0: a beard. It's a goatee.
1: Go, goatee. Goatee. Yeah. But even still, that's something. I mean, come on. As we saw in South Park, does that mean that he's evil or no?
0: Nah, I don't think so. Oh, Michael Cole that's... used to have a goatee. That's true. <laughs> but uh, the the match ended. Fandango's foot was on the rope, and Layla moved it during the three count, which I thought was the only bad part of the match. Kind of why? Because, uh, it was right in front of the ref's face. I right in front of the ref's face.
1: Yeah, the ref could have had a better angle at hiding that.
0: But there's no other. There was no other way for the where the ref could have yeah. been.
1: Yeah. But overall I thought it was fine though. It continues that storyline. I like what they did for Zach Ryder. They made it into a big celebratory kind of a deal backstage. In regard like talking about the backstage fallout and stuff yeah. just getting kisses from uh kisses Layla. Kisses from and stuff, right? his missies. Yeah. Um but very happy to see Zach Ryder pick up that victory. Um definitely I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I think that's... You sound, you sound it. You
0: <laughs> sound Yeah,
1: right.
0: But yeah, and then it's, it's also uh, not related to this, but it's pretty cool. There's a – I don't know what the winner gets, but the uh, Zack Ryder and the people that design trunks for him are having a contest. You see that? No. Yeah, you could design his trunks, and uh, the winner will be chosen. He'll wear, he'll wear the trunks on
1: – You can't take that away from him because he wears some of the best trunks, and every single night he has new trunks.
0: Yeah, this this past Monday, or actually the pay-per-view they debuted, I believe, looked like something that somebody from KISS would wear. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Even though I 100% deep down in my heart don't think at all, wasn't ever thinking, oh, KISS, let me get trunks that look
1: like that. I don't think he's a KISS fan.
0: Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't think at all. Yeah. And maybe if there were like seven boys on the back... That's
1: yeah, it would be like Backstreet Boys, New yeah. Kids on the Block, yeah. Justin Bieber, or something like that.
0: Bro, I put your face on my trunks. Justin Bieber, tweet me, or something like or that. Or like
1: Ghostbusters. Maybe one, maybe trunks with, oh, Are I know you what Are kidding design, me? What? Hello, he
0: already has that.
1: No, no, no. But he doesn't have one with Bill Murray's face on it. That's
0: Trent's thing.
1: No, kind of like how... How Rick Rude had Elizabeth's uh, face on his like?
0: Ain't nobody putting Bill Murray's face like. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) that would be hilarious. Ultimate Warrior
1: had Bill Murray's face right on his front. You see what Bill Murray did or something?
0: What do you mean? He was invited. They had like a Bill Murray ice cream party or something. Uh
1: huh. And the Bill Murray showed up. He's so random and funny. Like I keep on seeing stuff online that he randomly shows up to places, walks behind a bar, and starts being a bartender.
0: My friend was in the airport with him, and I'm like, dude, just go up there. Like, I heard so many great stories about him. Just go up there and say hello. Like,
1: yeah. He's in it, the
0: airport. He's not going to give a shit. I still can't believe <laughs> he, how he's much he's Yeah, well, that's
1: – I mean, that's life.
2: Look like at Dan I just,
1: Aykroyd. I can't. I, I can't so,
0: look at Dan Aykroyd. It hurts my like eyes.
1: Kevin Chase and stuff like that. It's just so weird. Yeah, yeah he, it is weird. See, these comedians that we grew up watching, like, age. It's because, no,
0: don't say we. Don't fucking dare say we. I'm not 37 years
1: old. Oh, shut up. You're only five (laughs) years younger than me or something. How many? Five. Which means a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that, what, you're, if you're five years, you're 36? Which means you were... but no, which means you were
0: 17 years old when you followed Michael Cole into the bathroom. Shh, <laughs>
2: never happened.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, because security stopped you. Never happened, uh, sir.
1: Michael Cole likes to pee in private. It. It's
0: like yeah. then use a the fucking stall. Talking about I that, need to go
1: to the bathroom. Talking about that, do you know? Apparently, they're trying to raise enough money to send freight train to UK.
0: Talking about that.
1: <laughs> what yeah, are with that talking about? accent kind of...
0: That didn't sound like no freight train. And yeah, I saw that for a documentary.
1: Yeah. That's
0: horse shit. <laughs> Do you think we could try to send you? <laughs> send me to London or something? Yeah. For what? Wrestling. you've been training. Okay, here we go again. No, no. Let's I thought you were here. going to say okay. something about WWE, WWF, WWE the world, WWF New York or something like that. With uh, because I was listening to talk is Jericho with Ryder tonight or tonight today, and
1: uh, yeah, everyone go, point, everyone go download that and listen.
0: They were talking about WWF New York, how Ryder went and had his birthday there, and Jericho was on his cake.
2: That's funny. <laughs>
0: but he was also saying how they were. They brought up Chris brought up how they that WW used to have like a magician perform there. And uh, the magician would like do like corporate events and stuff that they had for uh, WWE and everything, and it turns out it was Chris Angel.
1: No shit.
0: Right? Like that. Wow. Which I kind of remember. I think having the Chris Angel name be attached to WWF New York or WWE the World at that point probably, but
1: that's why I. I still, like, I'm curious what Matt's, like, going, what's going through his head.
0: Oh, uh, who's, who's Matt? I think he means
1: Zach. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, yeah, I... I absolutely love that line when we interviewed him. With what?
1: When he called Chi.
0: Oh, with the Matt. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, like, he, like, I, I, I have to talk to him. Like, what is, what's going on in his mind? The fact that growing up, you were a big Y2J fan and everything, and now he's interviewing you? That has to be such a mind fuck. They did it at the Paramount too, which is cool.
0: Before,
2: That's so
1: before Fozzie's show. I'm so happy for him. Like I want to. I I'm downloading the episode. I want to. I cannot wait to listen to it. Are you done with it or not yet? No, I have like 15 more minutes to go. Yeah. How is it so far? What it's do they do? Good. They talk about like. NYWC and everything like that. A little bit. They spoke about how Zach
0: is such a not like sports person at all. No, he's no. <laughs> they said how how Brian is the one that like he knows all the sports and everything, and Ryder can't even name five no, athletes he, or something.
1: He hates sports. Yeah, but because that's
0: what that's one thing he was saying. Jericho was saying also how. When he was breaking in, he was with Storm, and Storm was always like that much better than Jericho. And Matt, uh, Zach Ryder was saying that he, that Brian was always so much better. Kurt Hawkins was always that much little better than than Zach Ryder was.
1: I wish I was around to see them uh, back when they were teaming, Where were like you? back in like in the in the and stuff. Yeah, no, I was up at Oneonta at the time. He I mean, him. but I I spoke to him here and there when they, but it was it was when they were like uh, going down to um, OVW Deep, Deep South. Deep South, yeah. Deep South. Um, that was another funny part. Uh, oh, is, they spoke about Deep,
0: Deep well, South. Yeah, Jericho was like, "Oh, who was down there?" And like Ryder was naming people, and he goes, "Kali," and Jericho's like, "Kali was down there." And then he yeah. told the story, of the unfortunateness
1: of Great Kali. Yeah, the babysitting duties. <laughs> yeah. Um all right so back to Monday Night Raw Stephanie McMahon got arrested. Yes, Bree
0: Bella had Stephanie just oh right after Flow Rider's performance Stephanie came out to thank him I guess or talk about it and then police showed up in a really long segment.
1: Yeah, it was a very long segment, but I did like the fact that Joey Mercury had a pretty prominent role on the screen. Um him and Triple H I love I got such a laugh during that because that was like Old school Triple H? Yeah, because it's like, well, I mean, they're going to have
0: to They're going to process her, yeah. they're gonna have to do this. Oh, I'm going to stay.
1: <laughs> that was the ex-Triple H, like kind of old school Triple H that you would see. Yeah. Like it's not really the corporate Triple H that we know now. Yeah. So I, I got a good laugh out of that one. Uh, we had Rob Baxel picking up a victory over Big E and Kofi with uh, Xavier Woods.
0: No, Xavier wasn't out there yet. Oh, he wasn't out there? I don't,
1: I don't think so. That's where I was confused because I, when I watched it, I couldn't see when he got – it looked like when he got into the ring that he was at ringside the entire time. I don't think he was. I'm not positive.
0: But afterwards, I think, was when he came out and he was like, you can't always move ahead by doing what you're told. Uh, he's, and then he was like – Can't mean, kiss
1: – no more uh, kissing babies and Yeah, he everything. goes, it was
0: their time to find purpose and they'll be taking
1: things and no longer asking. Yeah. So. I hate the fact that once three black men uh, form a sort of a tag team or a stable, it automatically becomes a race thing. I really, because the fact that like, you have the shield get who's, together. Who's three, not white? Huh? They're not all white. With the shield? Yeah. That's true. That's true. But even still, it's, you put together any three people that are a stable. And they don't say, oh, you have three white guys together. But it's because,
0: it's because I mean, it's probably not because, but Xavier Woods has been forever saying, let's reform the nation.
1: I don't think it's that. I think that even re- without that, they would have brought up that it's three black guys as opposed to three wrestlers doing this. I don't know.
0: For me, that, that could have been my mark-out moment of the week right there, actually. I mean,
1: I'm not a fan of that when people start to play the... Fans start to associate it with race as more. Uh, so you don't, you like don't like,
0: are. you don't like when people do that. I don't like the fact that people are sexist with nipples.
1: That's true. I mean, what can you do? Um, so do you think that is this a? I mean, we don't know what their intentions are. We don't know if this is what. Main
0: event, we saw Big E, Langston, and Kofi Kingston team up with Xavier Woods there with their at the ringside. So.
1: I mean, is this like kind of a, Are we going to see a meaner side of Kofi and Biggie? I mean, Biggie, I mean, I'd more want to see this mean side of Kofi because I think that Kofi could really benefit from this we've, end.
0: We've literally never seen that. Like, exactly. Well, we've and never I, seen him be the heel, I should
1: say. No, and I think that him being. We I, have
0: seen a mean streak, kind of. So
1: are we? are we going to associate this with kind of heelish? No. Or no, not no? yet. Not yet. We have to see what where it goes. Okay. Well, I kind of hope this does become heelish because, like you just said, we've never seen Kofi in that fashion before, and to, I think it would be a great way to kind of rejuvenate his career. Which I mean, even definitely... if he
0: wasn't, even if he wasn't a heel, it could be somebody that the guys, not the guys, that people get behind.
1: These... But I think it's it's something that will prolong his career with the WWE. But Cause... even
0: even if he wasn't turning heel or whatever it's still something that oh wow they're right yeah. this is exactly Triple H says spewed some horse shit out of his mouth and Xavier Woods is telling the exact truth he's saying that you can't fucking get ahead by doing these things
1: yeah and like you said we'll find out um, Cesaro stepped up uh, to the plate he had a little backstage segment with Triple H and Seth Rollins I almost said Tyler Black uh, that's Seth that's Rollins And um, telling him that he wants—he's not a Paul Heyman guy anymore. He wants to be Triple H's guy. So yeah, he wants to be Plan C. Yeah, Seth Rollins kind of—I guess—did we sense a little bit of jealousy, or I don't think so. He just disassociated himself with Heyman. No, 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 no. no—jealousy from Seth Rollins that Triple H was giving Cesaro that time. Oh, that spot.
0: Well, Rollins was saying how he wants it, but Triple H was like, you don't need it. You have you have a guaranteed title win.
1: Yeah. So I think I think we could see a little bit of friction from that department with Cesaro and Rollins. This so, match,
0: well, yeah. this match well, though was really great before the DQ
1: ending. You know, the DQ ending I'm okay with though. No,
0: I'm not, not I'm not saying
1: that I was Yeah. Like it was a very yeah. good match, and then the end came where uh Cesaro went and, uh got slammed into the Durham buckle, and then Ambrose got a chair and just smacked the hell out of his shoulder. Yeah, um, I thought it was very good. He started to proceed to throw some chairs in the ring. Cesaro escaped. I thought it was good, good
0: showing. Yeah, and it was a good way to end RAW for the matches. Still,
1: unfortunately, that that, that ending, whatever. But yeah, well, I mean, even still, this could be the the thing is with Cesaro. We've said it so many times. He could lose two months in a row and he is still golden. Well, I mean this this it'll be the perfect setup for I don't yeah. know if they're ever gonna do
0: it, but it'll be the perfect setup for Brock Lesnar as champion versus Cesaro.
1: Well what they what they're all saying is that Cesaro, they know what they have with Cesaro, and right now they're really pushing Reigns very hard. And Cesaro, they know they can pull the trigger, and he is a main eventer whenever they pull that trigger. So they're holding off till Reigns has his time in the spotlight. And then once that dies down, they'll pull the trigger on Cesaro because they know that 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 trigger could be fired at any time because Cesaro and Dean Ambrose are both uh, as good as they are.
0: Trigger is the name of Willie Nelson's guitar. Interesting. (laughs) Do
1: we have a musical interlude?
0: I don't think so. Not this week. All right. So we'll just be right back here on Markin' Out.
1: Hey, guys. This is Ref Corey Price, and you're listening to Markin' Out.
0: Welcome back to Markin' Out, episode 181, your online listening experience. Uh, We are now being joined by a special guest host. Uh, Jason Linnick, you can follow him on Twitter at JLinick. Jason, how are you
3: doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Nah,
0: you can't do that. Every
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, do- I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us. And for those of you who listen to our show occasionally and don't really know Jason, Jason is the voice, the current voice of NYWC.
3: Uh, you do some work with the
0: Long Island Ducks.
3: I do, and I actually recently just got a gig emceeing weddings. So, look at that! Ah,
0: congratulations! Thank you. Are you gonna like, like you could, you'll you'll be the guy, ladies and gentlemen, Mister and
1: Mrs.
3: Exactly. That's wow. Gonna, that's now, do
1: we have confirmation? Are you or are you not the commissioner of NYWC yet?
3: I think it's still kind of a gray area. They haven't okay. really, they haven't really told me I wasn't.
1: <laughs> <and> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go with you are.
3: All right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So Jason just is. break the news. Jason is the
1: NYWC uh, commissioner?
3: commissioner.
1: Yeah. Congratulations Maybe. on the promotion.
3: Thank you. I, you right. know, I started as sign guy and I've just worked my way through the corporate <laughs> ladder.
0: Yeah. No, Never mind. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last night, though, uh, at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York, Long Island. Uh, that should go first before New York, but we had "Trust No One," and uh, I mean you were there on hand because you're the ring announcer. Yep. So uh, let's let's delve into that, or let's dive into that. I guess let's dive into that.
3: Sure. All right. So the the night kicked off. Uh, I know last show we talked about Grim Reefer changing his name to Johnny Corcoran. Well, now he's back to being Grim Reefer. And he teamed with Latin Dragon to take on Matt Justice and Jesse Van, otherwise known as Athletic Inc. Um, we had some difficulties in the beginning, so there was no music at the beginning. <laughs> however, wow. yeah, however, regardless, that's one. Nope, nope. Uh,
1: Two. Uh,
3: yes. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Athletic Inc. picking up the victory in this opening tag match.
0: How was it? It
2: was good. It was,
3: it was pretty good, though. Like I said, it was the first match. The crowd was just kind of, I think people were still kind of settling in. And yeah. Athletic Inc. ended up having no music because we had some technical difficulties at the beginning.
1: That's all right, though. It happens. But, um, I mean, even still, when you have Athletic Inc. In, included in your matchup, you know, you're bound to be a good match.
3: Oh, definitely. And you could you could tell that the teaming experience definitely helped them. Reefer and Latin Dragon, you know, not often teaming together, if ever. And fucking yeah. constantly, teaming together, so they definitely had the... having
1: the uh, the upper hand. Oh, definitely! Oh wow, Earl Cooter was wrestling last night there. Yeah, yeah that... he was. He was supposed to be in a tag team match, I think, yes. but instead he ended up taking on the Big O and yes. losing effort.
3: Yes, he did. Big O, or as he's now known as the Great and Powerful O. Excuse the me. Great and Powerful O. So yeah. is that
1: is that like a a heel turn or,
3: well. He he ended up talking to me before the show and had me introduce him as hailing straight from the OZ. He's no longer straight from the LI.
1: The OZ, OZ, yeah.
3: And uh, Earl Cooter, who this is actually my first time I've met him and you know worked with him. I, I don't know if he exactly knew what he was walking into here.
1: No, I don't, honestly, I think that not if you're not really uh, familiar with the Big O and you step into that ring, you're definitely walking into. Uh, you have to be familiar yes, with the Big O.
3: Yeah. He's on the hottest internet show of 2011.
1: I don't know. If if you were familiar with the big O, you wouldn't be stepping in the ring with him.
3: This is true. That's for sure. I mean, Earl probably knew what he was getting into, but not fully.
1: But he wasn't allowed to back out.
3: You have to believe in
1: yourself. Believe. No. Believe. Don't. Don't
3: do that. All you have to do is
0: believe. This is my show, damn it. (laughs) Who's (laughs) getting arrested? Who's getting arrested? Your house? Dave's house? Oh, my house. Someone's getting
1: arrested.
3: <laughs> it's not right. me, though. It's not me. So, after that, we had a rematch from last month as Battlestar Galactica took on the premier gods, Anthony Anis nice and Greek god Papadon. Battlestar Galactica picking up the win in a very good match. A lot of false finishes, saves. Very good match.
1: Now, but was this booked as like a kind of a CZW versus NYWC kind of a match?
3: They didn't really play it off like that. I mean, the crowd had the CZW chance going, and then you yeah. know, I there mean, was you Chance for like Gacy,
1: Who are prominent players in CZW, and Nice and Papadon have been with NYWC for a very long time.
3: Exactly. So, I don't know, like I said, it was a rematch from last month, and again, very good match. All right. So then, after that, uh, Francis Kipling Stevens came out last month. I introduced him as well. And he came out to address his issue with Brian Vitko, Jamie Van Lemer, and Casanova Valentine. However, this time Kip just came storming into the ring and grabbed the mic for me and I just bailed. I didn't want any part of it. Yeah. And can't blame you. he ended up pointing out to Vitko, saying, Oh, where's your friends? Because Vitko was actually sitting alone in the audience last night and pointed to him and was like, Where's your friends? Where's your friends? And he was like, Well, I know where they are. I had a welcome wagon, you know, waiting for them at the arena this morning. So then out comes King Mega with Jamie Van Leemur and former referee Joey Conway both with duct tape wrapped around their mouths and their hands zip tied together.
1: Jeez, and Mega taking care of business.
3: Mega and Francis both laying, uh, to sound horribly just cliche, <laughs> laying the smackdown on Jamie Van Lemer and former referee Joey Conway.
0: Yeah, so well, I, I believe Francis had uh, a knockout, knocked out Joe Conway.
3: But yeah, Conway was on his knees and he's like, oh, you're the referee that wanted to punch me in the face. And Francis just stiffed him right in the face. And then
1: what happened with Vidco?
3: Vidco. so what ended up happening was the two Vidco guys were laid out in the ring. Mega was going to jump from the top rope as a splash. Vidco jumped the rail and pushed King Mega off, bailed his guys out, security bailed, and it was just an all-out brawl. Francis jumped off the apron, trying to get into the crowd to Vidco. Just chaos, just like last month.
1: I I think it's safe to say that Conway uh, and Vitko and his gang of goons are just really uh, becoming pests to the entire NYWC locker. uh, locker.
0: Well, just Joe Joe Conway did get knocked out, so. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Just
1: for the record, though, there was one wrestler that may have been a difference maker in this entire storyline that was taking place at this event. Uh, Casanova Valentine, uh, who is a Vitko guy, Was not there.
3: No, he was Uh, not. But before the segment, Francis had pointed out that he had an accident and that he wasn't here with us tonight.
1: Yes, uh, he's been tweeting about it, so I guess it's okay to mention it. Uh, He was severely stabbed uh, Friday night, and he was forced to cancel his bookings for July and August. So it's very unfortunate. We definitely support him as much as we dislike hipsters. (laughs) You <laughs> um, definitely do support him. Wish him the best of luck in his recovery. Really hope that he gets better soon, so this way we can see Kip just shove those glasses right down his throat. Yeah, um, and, but yeah, and, Casanova Valentine may actually—I don't know—maybe everything would have been a lot different if he was there.
3: Quite possibly, but now, now it looks like the Kip has Mega on his side, so the numbers game is slowly shrinking for Vidco.
1: I, you know, back. Figure August is not that far away. Figure September, Casanova may be back. Maybe we're going to see Mega versus Casanova. And but
3: possibly. I, uh, I actually goes, would not – yeah, re- he- I know we're really getting ahead of ourselves, but I would not be surprised to see this whole feud kind of coming oh. to a head at House oh, of Madness.
0: Shit. As soon as before you said I'm really getting ahead of myself, I was like, oh, light bulb. House
3: know, of I, Madness, man. I know what he's going to say. It's, I mean, an, it's in October. That'd be awesome. It,
1: it's, it's the only thing to really do. I mean, these guys have been pests. Like, you have to get rid of them. They're not on the current roster, but somehow they keep on getting tickets and let into the events. I mean, you got to do something about it. Yeah. Uh, you also had, in the, match, in the matches, you had a tag team match. DJ Hyde and flawless Blake Morris defeating Bill Carr and Dale, uh, Dan Barry. Team Tremendous.
3: Yeah. Uh, to start this match, Team Tremendous didn't come out at first. DJ High was kind of egging on the crowd like isn't there anybody out there who wants to come in the ring with the Flawless One and the Lariat really egging them on. And then Team Tremendous just kind of came out. And it's, huh. been, it's the first time I've seen Dan Barry in a while, so it was good to see Dan again. Um, yeah, they I, looked like, They looked like they were going to have the win in hand When Apollyon, Crusher Dugan, and Aria Cadenza came out, and Apollyon hit Bill Carr in the back of the leg with a pipe. Really? Yes. And Mm. then Dan Barry suffered the lariat from DJ Hyde, and that was all she wrote. And after the match, Crusher Dugan cut a promo on Bill Carr saying, If you want to come out here and dress like you're in Hawaii 5-0 or Miami Vice, then that's the way it's going to be. And he's like, and this is just the beginning. So it looks like Bill Carr has kind of lost his alliance with Apollyon. I guess that's the end
0: of of that. that. But you know what?
1: Sign me up for Bill Carr versus Apollyon. Amen. Sign me up for that match. I would love to be there to see them go at it. These two can easily be signed to a contract any day. I think that Apollyon's one of my favorites on the Indies. And Bill Carr was signed to a WWE contract. I think that the, the that match has a ton of potential.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Course,
1: um, yeah,
0: I was gonna say there was an announcement after this match, right? Um,
3: no. Oh, it wasn't. No, the announcement you're thinking of is later. We'll get to it. Don't oh, okay. Go. Sorry, sorry about that.
1: Next up, you had uh, uh, Stockade defeating JRO in a Last Man Standing match. This ma- match was was this the Grudge match? I believe correct.
3: Yeah, the past few months, j Rowe has gotten the upper hand on Stockade over and over, whether it was countouts, disqualifications.
1: Low blows.
3: Low blows, countouts, um, yeah. everything under the sun. Stockade just could not get the upper hand.
1: So what, so what did Stockade do? This time, that was different. How did he get the upper hand on j Rowe? How did he prevent him from using one of his sleazy moves?
3: Stockade came out all guns blazing. I mean, this match was insane. Um, there there was a table. At one point, a fan actually had a metal sign that said, slam skull on it, and he held it up in the crowd while Stockade slammed J-Row's head into it.
0: Oh, man. Um, Oh, they even ripped up the mat, didn't they?
3: Yeah, throughout the match, they were working on the apron trying to peel it back, and I couldn't figure out what they were going to do. There was a thumbtack spot where both J-Row and Stockade landed in tacks. Oh, man. And then the ending saw Stockade hitting a pile driver onto the exposed wood on J-Row. And, and that was all she wrote. And it was incredible. What a match. And,
1: you know, this, that, that's a great way to end the uh, storyline, I guess.
3: Definitely. After the match, Stockade said, you know, these past couple of months, you've been working for my respect. You've been working and working. And he's like, and finally tonight, you put up one hell of a fight and you got my respect. And he picked up J Row and he's like, you, you know, you got my respect. And he, you know, he picked him up, shook his hand, but then he shoved him back down.
1: All right. All right, so now this you have to explain to us. NYWC Starlet title on the line as the champion. Chrissy Rivera took on uh, former champions, Ricky Cataldo and Marty Bell.
3: Oh,
2: you man, got
1: new, I- new NYWC Starlet co-champions, Marty Bell and Ricky Cataldo. How did this come of?
3: I have no idea. Um, well, before this match, we went to intermission. Okay. And you can sort of bumper that. That's why I was being silent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so it's not
0: going to happen every single time.
3: Oh, uh, oh well. Um, so So at the beginning of the match, Marty took the microphone from me and basically said to Catando, "Listen, month after month, you, know, we've had to put up with her. She's a paper champion, and they just basically went on berating Chrissy Rivera, And Marty Bell and Cataldo decided they're just going to team up and end this once and for all. So they just basically teamed up on her the entire match, and then she was laying in the center of the ring, and they both went for a cover. Corey Price, who was the referee during this match, looked totally confused. He counted to three, and the bell rang, and I brought the belt over to Corey, and him and I just talked to him, and he was like, all right, they both pinned her. They're co-champions, and I even questioned him. I was like, really? Is that the right call? So he's like, that's it. They both covered her. And even as I made the announcement, you know, new co-starlet champions.
1: I mean, uh, they're both – all three of these women are – all three of them are unbelievable athletes. I'm sure this match was a great match. But now how are you going to go about – who defends the title?
3: I have no idea. The match was actually short and sweet because Chrissy Rivera, a two-on-one assault, she just could not hang on for long. She did the best she could. She's a fighting champion and unfortunately could not last, like I said, very long. Well, I don't –
1: I don't think this is going to be the end of Chrissy Rivera, though.
3: Definitely not. She's got a rematch clause in there somewhere.
1: That's for sure. And
3: then immediately following the match, Sammy Pickles came out with a chair to try and get the upper hand on the new Starlet champions. Cataldo got out of dodge, but Marty Bell dropped kicking the chair back into Sammy's face, and that backfired on her, and it left the chair in the ring, and Chrissy Rivera received a beatdown with the chair.
1: Oh, jeez.
3: And the beatdown continued until J-Rowe came out and made the save, and got everybody away from Chrissy, so...
1: So I guess it's safe to say that j Rowe following his uh, feud with Stockade recently, kind of a- getting the victories in heelish ways, maybe this is considered a face turn? Uh, it could be, I don't know. To get he, him over with the crowd, I mean, making the save on Chrissy Rivera? It,
3: it, it could be. Maybe, it, maybe, you know, at this maybe, point he... You couldn't yeah. just
1: say, maybe he's seen the light? Maybe I could <laughs> say, maybe he's the future starlet champion. I don't think so. Okay, maybe I can't say that. Uh, so what, else, what other matches did we have?
3: So before I could even introduce our next match, the A-listers came out, which was Alvin, J-Red, and Kono, who are now joined by Ultimo Maya joining their stable.
2: Oh, wow. And
3: they came out and talked about how last month was a fluke and it's not going to happen again. And they kept going on and on. And then they got interrupted by Reckless and Wasted, Havali Jr., and Anthony the Stallion with Sarah. Chaos ensued, and the match turned into an eight-man tag match. This was a very good match. A lot of high-flying spots at one point. One guy jumped over the ropes, and then another guy joined until everybody was outside, and Anthony Lacera made a j- jump off the top rope onto everybody, laying everybody out. Jeez. It was a very good match.
1: Sounds like it.
0: Now, the next match. Well, You didn't even say they, got, they picked up the victory.
3: Yeah, they did. did we did we didn't make... say that, right? Oh, I didn't? Oh, I thought I, I think did. I don't so. I don't know. Oh. I we started off like right, so that. Yeah, they, they picked up the win.
1: Well, someone uh, someone else that picked up the victory was uh, Fusion Champion Rex Lawless, successfully defending his championship against TNA uh, TNA Wrestling's one half of the bromance, Robbie E. How was yeah. how was that reaction for Robbie E coming out?
3: I wish I had the DJ Z horn thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Dave hates when I do that. I do. I, hate when
1: I,
0: I, do I, I need I need a that.
1: warning so I can like. Lower the the morning. <laughs> you didn't give me enough time to lower it. I this
3: yes. warning? <laughs> <laughs> it felt appropriate to do it there, but
2: yeah.
3: Robbie E came out. He asked that I introduce him as Impact Wrestling and one half the bromance. He came out and cut a promo about how he basically built NYWC with his bare hands, and Rex Lawless wouldn't be here and nobody would be here if it wasn't for him, and the crowd actually chanting FTNA the entire time he talked. Was, and was, he, was, was he talked effort. about how if he were DVRing on Spike TV right now that he was wrestling a Japanese legend, which by default makes him a Japanese legend. I don't
0: know. Not after that. Not after I've seen that match.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rex Lawless made short work of Mr. E, and Rex Lawless is still your fusion champion.
1: Wow. So it was pretty much a squ- uh, squash match?
3: Pretty much. Robbie E did everything he could to run away. He went in the back, tried to hide, and Lawless went and got him. Robbie E tried to use the fusion title and just nothing. He, he could never get the upper hand. Lawless just,
1: I, we've said it so many times on this podcast, WWE has to sign Rex Lawless. The guy, he's a monster. I I he could do so much. And
0: he could be molded so well down. If like you take him to the performance center, I could definitely see him being molded to be like the next guy. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Lawless is a great guy. Hopefully big things in his future.
1: For sure.
3: So then, before our next match, this is the announcement that Brandon was alluding to. Yes. Before our next match, CZW owner DJ Hyde came out and asked for, the, asked for some time. And he cut a promo about how on November 1st, he's going to bring something to the NYWC Sportatorium that we've never seen before. That for all these months, CZW and NYWC have been sharing the ring. But on this night, CZW will rule. And for the first time ever, CZW will be at the NYWC Sportatorium November 1st. He promised a night full of action and a main event featuring an ultraviolent death match.
1: And I, my stomach can't, my stomach can't do that.
3: The ultraviolent death match, I'm not a fan of, but I've never been to CZW and I always wanted to go, and I can't wait to have the opportunity. The crowd was so pumped when they heard this announcement, and it was just awesome.
2: I, I
1: is this CZW's first Long Island show?
0: I don't I, know. I don't. Did they ever run out in Ronkonkoma?
3: I don't know. I, uh, I want to no, say it. Ring I of say Honor. It, I did. did. I'm not even sure. I want to say yes. And if anybody thinks otherwise, go ahead and comment on this episode and let us know. But I think it's the first time ever that we're going to see just CZW. Yeah,
1: I kind of think that this may be their first Long Island show. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I, I, yeah, I, don't I don't guess
0: so. maybe this is.
1: That's yeah. very interesting. Very cool, too. Um,
3: oh, it's going to be awesome.
1: Oh, no doubt. Definitely. Uh, sh- let's go to the next match. The next match, we saw the tag team champions, the Juicy Product, uh, JT Dunn and David Starr defeating Milk Chocolate.
0: Yes, the, the number one contender is Milk Chocolate.
3: The crowd was super behind Milk Chocolate. And From what I'm
0: hearing, this was Match of the Night. Oh,
3: easily match in the night. In my opinion, I think the fans were not disappointed on this one. I actually got to meet Marking Out fan Alleycat1122 was in the crowd. Had a milk chocolate sign. and uh,
0: I thought you were going to say you had a milk chocolate with her. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, what?
3: <laughs> Jesus, Brandon.
0: No, I thought like like a Hershey candy or something. I was uh, like, that's a weird thing to say, a milk chocolate candy.
1: I, you know, but, yeah. No, I, I actually met Allie at the last uh, NYWC show that we went to as well for the first time. She is an awesome fan. She is. Uh, she,
3: she had I, snapped a picture of me on Twitter and was like, oh, hey, Jason Linek. And then yeah. I was like, where are you sitting? And then judging by where she took the picture from, I figured it out. Yeah,
1: she's a very smart fan. Really knows her stuff. Really knows her independence. I, I think I met her in like 96.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, brandon Something been, like that.
1: You've I, been friends I, with her for a while, right? I went, I went to elementary school and middle school, high school. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. You guys should go to more events together. Well. That's, yeah. Uh, who's th- – all right, so I'm looking on the picture now. Who's, who's the woman that's with them? That's –
3: Oh, with juicy product that is Kimberly. And, oh, uh,
0: was, yes. that, was that like? Were you asking that to for having to, to to say Kimberly, or did you know it was her? Now, now, J- Jason, did,
1: is my what's microphone up muted?
0: What are the kid? Are you kidding me?
1: No, I, I I couldn't make it out who that was. That was legit.
3: Yeah, she. Uh, what, so let's she. It she yes. How, what? How do I want to put this nicely? Uh, just
1: remember, you are getting married very soon, so exactly. choose wisely. <laughs> exactly. <You can> just <laughs> wisely. Uh,
3: <laughs>
1: she's very, she's very nice on the eyes.
3: Yes,
0: that's How very, that? that's very sexist thing of you to say, Dave. Apologize. I was gonna never
3: apologize in your own podcast.
1: That's all right. I think I think everyone at least apologized four times on a separate occasion so far.
3: I'll just say she was attractive. There you go.
1: There you go. There you go. It,
3: it, 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 all right. Even better, it made sense that she was with Juicy Product. That Ah. that
1: sentence
0: doesn't make sense to me.
3: (laughs) Regardless, that's three. Um, She she had to help them carry out all their tag titles because they are CZW, FIP, and just recently WSU Tag Team Champions. Which is a
1: prominently only... Women's wrestling promotion. I did not WSU. know that until
3: I listened to the show last week, and you guys. Yeah,
1: WSU that. is a women's promotion, and the fact that Juicy Product are their tag team champ—that's just—I I would love to see them just sweep the entire East Coast of the tag team titles. I wouldn't mind seeing them defeat the Dudley Boys over at Two uh, uh, CW, and like I would love to see them do a full sweep of everywhere.
3: Yeah, I would say if they're not in the top like ten indie tag teams. I'd be shocked
1: yeah they're always up there in the indie uh, indie indie rankings rankings. yeah the power rankings and Um, and rightfully so definitely Uh, so now we are on to the main event is that correct
3: yes we are on to the main event Uh, to speak a little bit more about the tag match Milk Chocolate was very over and there were so many times it looked like they were going to win the titles crowd was just so behind them and so close and yet so far
1: well I think it's safe to say they're not the number one contenders anymore
3: no, so I, I, mean, I, I would assume Rack and Sack has a rematch clause in there somewhere. So but then
1: what, what about Reckless and Wasted? I mean, they so, they've been around forever. Yeah. I think that they would deserve a shot at some point as well. I mean, they, they had this entire – everyone, every tag team was arguing over who was the rifle number one contender. So I think that that's going to come into a factor now. Who really is The number one contenders. Well,
0: exactly. Speaking of number one contenders, the NYWC Championship was on the line. Champion Mikey Whipwreck defeated Mike Mondo.
3: Yeah, but 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 there's a lot to say about this match. It's not a clean, cut and dry one, two, three. I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't assume so.
3: (laughs) So before. So what?
1: What would you say about it?
3: So before the match, Corey and I were in the ring. Mondo came out and talked about how he was the rightful champion. If it wasn't for all the interference last month, he never would have lost the titles. And he talked about how the referee made the wrong call that he pushed Mikey into the table. They didn't go through it together. And then the the great and powerful O came out, and got in whipwrecks fi- or got into Mondo's face rather. Corey tried to back him off. Big O took off his shirt to reveal a referee shirt, and ended up kicking Corey out of the ring. Corey left. Oh, making himself the referee for this match.
0: Well, that's I wow. bad in here.
3: Yeah, Oh, making himself the referee for this match. And the match went on. And at one point, Whipwreck shoved Mondo into Oh. O retaliated with a spine buster. And Whipwreck ended up getting the cover right there. One, two, three. After the match, Whipwreck was celebrating, went to turn around. And Big O hits Whipwreck with a spine buster. Oh, man. One of the Tears best spine off-
1: busters in the business.
3: Tears off the referee shirt and walks out, leaving both men laying.
1: Making really leaving his mark on the end of this
3: event. It is, and I had a lot of fans asking me after the show, "Where does this leave? O? is he turned heel? Is he turned his back on the company?"
0: So, I don't know if it's a I, heel I think, turn. The way we argued this before the show, me and Dave. I mean, Dave maybe, and I. Yeah,
1: thanks. Maybe, maybe this is just uh, the great and powerful O really making his stance in NYWC, letting them know that he may have been out for. And sideline with that leg you. injury for a long time, but... You're going to
0: take my argument?
1: He is still there. What do you mean? I was, I've been arguing that from the start, dude.
0: No. Yeah. Are you going to try and go to blows right now? What are you... Whoa, whoa, come on. I'll throw my computer on the floor. I don't care. All right, do it. I dare you. Pussy. I double dog what dare are, you. Are, I triple dog dare you. Say it to my face.
1: Say it to my face. I win.
0: I win. I got you to sing it. you now owe me a hundred bucks oh that's right you still owe me a
1: million dollars for that Degrassi
0: you shouldn't know Uh, that you shouldn't know that and I said a million bucks I don't have animals
1: no 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 because I clarified dollars no I said bucks no okay just to to let people know this goes back what six years
0: I don't even know how long it goes back it's an embarrassing thing to say Every episode of
1: Rossi is named after a a musical song. Every single episode is named after a song. I don't think you need it to say musical. Yeah, I don't. It's just a song.
3: (laughs) So Dave, Um, do you have any shameless
2: plugs?
1: (laughs) Shameless plugs. Are you recording? Yes. I am here and ready for the shameless plugs. Are you guys ready? You're we're as ready as we're ever going to be. All right. Well, you can be ready for but this, But I have to I ask think. you, are you ready? I said? No,
0: I can't hear you. I said, are you ready?
1: Well, if you're not ready, you're going to be missing out on probably one, possibly the best tag team match of the entire year. August, uh, August 2nd, Fishkill, New York. You're going to be seeing Northeast Wrestling. Wrestling under the Stars 3. You're going to get your chance to see the Hardy Boys. Jeff and Matt Hardy team up to take on the Young Bucks. This is a complete fan dream match to see. You do not want to miss that. It's going to be Fishkill New York. Visit northeastwrestling.com. You're going to also be seeing a special in-ring interview with Brett the Hitman Hart. You're going to see, for the first time ever, Pile driver versus pile driver match, Kevin Steen versus Jerry the King Lawler. You're gonna be seeing also the new champion, Brian Anthony, taking on Caleb Connolly and Matt Seidel. Uh, also announced for it is Brodus Clay, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, and a ton more. Booker Key will be there. Do not miss this. This is gonna be such an awesome event. Fishkill, New York, northeast Wrestling.com. A little, uh, little bit of uh, ditty about Fishkill, New York.
0: In uh, the early 90s or mid 90s, uh, PETA tried to tell them that they should change their name because it, it suggested violence towards fish. However, the town declined because the name is not meant to suggest violence but comes from the Dutch who originally settled the land, and kill in Dutch means creek. So it was Fish Creek, Fishkill, New York.
1: There you go. The knowledge is power.
3: There's a cracker barrel in Fishkill.
0: (laughs) Which is a great thing to know. If you're going there, cracker barrel.
1: Always go to cracker barrel. Also, go check out We Are One NYC. They will be collecting any clothing items you can donate starting on Sunday, July 27th, the first event will take place on August 31st. For more information, you can contact them on Facebook at facebook.com slash weare one That's O-N-E. Yeah, O-N-E-N-Y-C. You can follow them on Twitter at weare1nyc. You, you can also get in contact with Corey Price on Twitter at refcoreyprice.com. And he could uh, give you whatever information that you need. But definitely try to support them. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter for sure. Uh, it's, for, it's for a good deed and everything. So it's well worth your time. Also, thank you very much to these people that promoted us during Monday Night Raw, the pay-per-view, throughout the entire week. We appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, go follow Weekly W... Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. wait. I have, a, I have a thing for you. Okay. Can you do them all in a falsetto?
1: No. What, really? You can, what's, help me out. Hey, which, look
0: some, at this. Uh, da, da.
1: Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. uh, Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Hey, look at this. Go follow Weekly W Podcast at Weekly W Podcast. Also go follow Potato, Potato L Army at Dirty underscore potato 55. Also go follow at X, Bing X. Also follow at Sin. Forty. Follow at Jobber Nation, at Rohit CR2K. I'm gonna stop that now. I hey. muted my microphone.
0: I am done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't keep that up. I feel like I feel like so many people have just turned off the podcast. The, the,
0: I got that idea from uh, on Jimmy Fallon. They, they do they go around interviewing people in New York City. And about like real stuff, like oh, tell us about the Super Bowl or something, and like they'll have to do it, but in order to do it, they have to do it in the falsetto.
1: Uh huh. So it's funny to me. So, um, go follow Fatman B C F C, at Shadow Is The Show, at Randy G Four, at Reverse Enumsage, at Ref Matty D. 570 at NYWC underscore sign guy.
3: Which, by the way, he shouldn't be the NYWC sign guy anymore. He hasn't been to a show in like months.
1: Oh, snap.
3: I'm calling him out on it. I'm taking that title away.
1: Oh, snap. We got a challenge made. Come
3: Come on. on. When I was the original sign guy, I didn't miss a show for anything.
1: That's true. Can't take that away from you. Also, go follow Justin DeRosa at Justin DeRosa316. Alex at a delonzo one at evan bordner one at president bits at the pte show and go check out both of his youtube channels and last but definitely far from least we spoke about her a little bit earlier on the podcast but ali at the alley cat 1122 thank you all very much for uh, promoting us during the entire week If you keep on promoting – expect us to promote you during Monday Night Raw as well. Everybody that did get mentioned today, we will mention during Monday Night Raw. Try to help you gain some followers. Um, And those are the shameless plugs. Um, Before we move on with this show, WWE – let's go into some outside-the-ring news. WWE tweeted A little out out of order, but whatever. Yeah, WWE tweeted out a few uh, uh, cryptic messages. I mean photos. Yeah.
0: Uh, But but as soon as they did that, I said to you, I was like – No, no, no. Let's not get all this like, you're like, oh my god, did they sign Shinsuke Nakamura? Nah, but I knew that they didn't. Is is it this? Is it that? I'm like, listen, the last time WWE tweeted out some cryptic ass tweets, it turned out to be the McFarlane figurine. Yeah. And this lived up to that being reimagined versions of Superstar and D.Va attires yeah so yeah, you, cool guys, story. you guys are cool it's like
1: yo bro
0: let's let's see if we can get this on wwe.com let's just draw bray wyatt looking like he's amish or something and then put it on wwe.com
3: he does look amish
0: in that picture right yep it's weird
3: speaking of amish weird Al number one album
0: yeah congratulations to him i was just talking about that last night that has that ever happened for him
3: no, we were. I was talking about a pre-show with all the referees, and we were saying it's the first time in like, I think, I think Ref Nick said it was like 60-something years that a comedy album has been number one on the Billboard charts. That's wow. absolutely
0: awesome. And
3: the fact that it took this long for Weird Al to be on the Billboard charts like that is a shame. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But kudos to him.
0: Because there was a lot of, well, maybe, I mean.
3: I mean, we of, were saying his last album, Apocalypse, was trash. I don't think
0: so, though. I liked a bunch of them.
3: Some of it was good, but this album... I like Skipper Dan.
0: That's one of my favorite Weird Al songs now.
3: But this album, Top to Bottom, is awesome. Mandatory mandatory fun, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. I mean, Foil is a good song.
3: It's better Uh,
0: better than the original.
3: Handy. Like, come on.
0: Yeah. And then Tacky. I mean, that's obviously... That's a great song.
1: So are you guys going to see him at Westbury Music Fair? Because I'm going to assume that that's going to be the place that he plays.
0: I, it sucks. I don't want to see him at Westbury. I want to see has, him somewhere else. Like, I'd I mean, go to he, New York has City. Has he
3: announced tour dates yet? No, he didn't. No.
0: Dave's just being an asshole.
3: <laughs> yeah, he usually always
1: does Westbury Music Fair, though. Yeah,
0: he, yeah, does, he does that.
3: Do, and I think either a year or two years ago, he did, like, a small theater in upstate New York somewhere, too. Maybe Is I'll have, check him out. I forget where it was. Like, I would
0: go see him just to hear uh, Amish Paradise live.
3: Yes, yeah.
0: it's one of my favorite songs. That was like literally my first CDs that I ever got when I was uh when I was younger. Well, just in general, first CD I got, it was that. It was Bad Hair Day, and it was uh, TLC, Crazy, oh. Sexy, Cool. I don't know why, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, it was probably because the the waterfall, whatever it's called, don't They'll go, go chasing waterfalls. Yeah, and Weird Al parodied that, so I was like, oh, this song's catchy. Let me hear the real <laughs> one.
1: Word. Hey,
0: Brandon. You got any well, shout-outs? Why would, why would you yell that? Brandon,
2: shout-outs!
0: The, uh, yeah, my shout-outs this week. I almost said the mark moment of the week, but the Waynes... Yeah, right. The Waynes brothers get the first shout-out. Uh, I got to see Keenan, Damon, Sean, and Marlon do stand-up on Saturday, and it was absolutely awesome. Uh, Marlon did, even did a little bit of Shorty from Scary Movie, so... That was like my night was made then.
1: That's so. I wish I was at that. But uh, what, 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 it's not a concert. Uh, I would. You event. know,
0: they they that's like the thing. They don't. They say comedians don't do concerts, but in in reality, it really is a concert. Mm-hmm. Like you got guys like Kevin Hart. That's a concert. Matt, you're playing Madison Square Garden. You're doing that's a concert, a stand up comedy concert or whatever. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias is doing that. His movie I think comes out today. And I think uh, further down the line, we're going to see the four Waynes brothers uh, turn to a movie like Kevin Hart and Gabriel. So That's cool. Looking forward to that. Uh, next, The Rock takes the second shout-out. Dwayne was,
3: Johnson?
0: Yes, he was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon to promote Hercules, and it was absolutely hilarious. He was also on Conan to uh, promote it. It was also funny. Um, you, you guys, you've seen the picture that he posted recently on Twitter of yeah, like with the fanny the fa- pack and everything. All right,
1: is, yeah. is it weird, but I am so okay if I got a fanny pack.
0: Well, I thought, Well, I, I mean, it's a fanny pack, whatever. Yeah,
1: I'd be fine with walking that around. I mean, I'd rather walk around with that as opposed to having so much stuff in my pockets.
0: But what I was going to say, though, is it's, it's so weird because as a pro wrestling fan, we knew The Rock then. So we're, we're used to seeing
1: him look like that. And now
0: now he tweets it out, and everyone's like, that's what he used to look like? But we already knew.
1: Yeah. Good thing they didn't uh, tweet out when he was, uh, what? When he first debuted. Yeah.
0: But it's funny, uh, well, I I mean, this picture is worse i feel i don't know the crowd would get a good laugh at that oh but
1: that the the action figure that fallon had made
0: yeah jimmy fallon's like oh and they make a hercules action figure of you this must be surreal He turns around and it's an exact an exact replica of the picture
1: and they have like the tissue underneath the arm yeah yeah
0: can't get the uh the turtleneck dirty gotta put a napkin underneath your arm
1: very funny (laughs) and
0: uh also, I guess uh, the last shout-out this past week, Sheamus was on Royal Pains. And it was cool to see him on the show. I just wish the cameo was longer. Uh, but I would definitely recommend checking out the show. Uh, Big Show was the reason why I tuned in back when he was a guest. And I've watched every episode since then. So
1: It is a good show. I haven't watched it in a long time.
0: Yeah. So definitely check that out. Mark Foyerstein, I believe. He's been a host of Raw. Monday yeah. Night Raw, yeah. So... Definitely check that out. That was my shout-outs this week. Uh, hey, Jason, you got any plugs?
2: Um,
1: <laughs> That's very personal, if you to uh, ask.
3: Wow, five Burrows wrestling tonight, man. Yeah, well, wow. Yeah, uh, AYWC's boardatorium. They asked me to be the ring announcer. It's my first ring announcing gig outside of AYWC, so I'm pretty excited. Christopher Daniels is going to be taking on Tony Nese. Pop is going to be taking on the Prince of Queens, Brian Myers, and just added to the card about five seconds ago, Talon is going to be taking on Robbie E. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're also going to be like, uh, you'll see the CCW Wire champion, uh, Wire TV champs. You don't, uh, you, to know, you,
0: fully plug, you don't have to fully plug the show. We'll cover it next week, the results. I guess I'll, I'll have results from it. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon's going to be there. Also, you have upcoming uh, Long Island Duck dates?
3: Yes, I do. Uh, the first weekend of August. I believe it's August 2nd and 3rd. I'll be on-field hosting probably for the last time in August because, like I said, I'm getting married and I'll be away for most of the month. So come check me out liducks.com. And if you have a wedding coming up, definitely hit me up. I work for Tommy Tunes. They're like the biggest DJ company on Long Island. So yeah, hit up Tommy Tunes and you can request. Do you, request, you, do you request know like? Me.
0: Do you know the uh, the competitors and everything?
3: Well, yeah. Funny story. <laughs> I'm getting married, like I said, and I'm not even using Tommy Tunes for my own wedding.
0: (laughs) Who do you got?
3: Uh, Long Island Sound.
0: Oh. Uh, It's like the bar mitzvah circuit uh, when we were, I guess when I was 13 or 12, actually, I was bar mitzvah then, but it's like I remember going meeting to meeting to meeting with all these different... Yep. Oh, man, those meetings. Really, Dave? Dave's all chopped out. We don't even (laughs) hear him anymore. I don't know if it's... I'm going to have to... I don't know. But we we settled on Party Hardy. You ever hear of them?
3: No, I've never heard of them.
0: Yeah. I have heard of the... No, now it's time for our... 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 Mark
1: out
2: moment of the week.
0: That's right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, collectively? Is it collectively? I know two of us Collectively. Yeah, so collectively. So, when is this? Yesterday? Yes. Thursday? Thursday. Just sitting, chilling, doing nothing. And, um, San Diego Comic Con, the biggest Comic Con is going on. And, uh, there's a WWE panel with Mattel featuring the, the guys from Mattel. Hulk Hogan, uh, Paul Heyman, uh, Daniel Bryan and Michael Cole is, I guess, acting as the MC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, they're going over. They're showing new figures. Great, awesome, new looking figures. A great looking Hogan. You got you got seeing Razor, Razor. Doink Doink with three different wigs.
3: X Pac joined it. Junkyard Dog. Eva Marie. Eva Marie, <laughs> <laughs> which it's
0: crazy that that Junkyard Dog looks almost identical to the one that Jacks released.
3: They they did a Lana, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Adam Rose.
0: There's so many, and uh, but where the mark out moment comes, they they show a Sting figure
3: with his starcade attire. Yes.
1: Yeah, and then the, his theme song hits, and uh, nobody really. The crowd kind of goes silent because you don't really know what to expect. They're just showing a picture of his figure. I mean, they they, they, the they applauded
3: for the figure and they were happy. Like, hey, you know, he's yeah, in a video game. Died, now he's got action it died figure. Down
1: right after that. During yes. the theme song, it died down. And then the legend, uh, Sting, make the icon, yeah. makes his way to his, to the panel. The crowd it goes explodes. crazy. Um, It's his, so his surreal.
3: First, his first WWE anything appearance. I think Michael Cole said it was his yeah. first WWE appearance of any kind.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so surreal to see Sting uh, publicly with the WWE. It, I mean, it, for me, what was mind-blowing was... Seeing him shaking hands with Paul Heyman.
3: And Daniel Bryan? Like, oh my God. For,
1: I mean, for me, it was more Paul Heyman just because with ECW, WCW, Paul Heyman, how, how far back he goes. Yeah. To see those two shaking hands, it was just, wow.
3: To see him and Hogan again together. What I don't like. Oh uh, Here, here it down. comes. You have no, to ruin it. No, there's people that
0: like only, I guess you could, Consider them like I, not IWC, but there's like haters out there. It's like they posted a meme saying, Oh, Hogan and Sting, main event TNA, let's shit all over it. But oh, they're coming to WWE, oh my God, it's the best thing ever. And it's like, it's completely different.
1: Yeah, they're not main eventing. It's like,
0: exactly. it's just they're something.
1: Not, they're not putting their entire story, all, every single storyline and all of their money, they're not putting it into them. Right. It's like
0: Sting. The hugest thing to ever happen in pro wrestling for WCW, I would say, because he's the last of the last. Yeah. To never come to WWE, and now here's there's a working relationship. There's a video game appearance. There's a figure. He's on documentaries already.
3: Got a DVD and, and slated.
1: And now, yeah, he's saying that he wants to have one more match, and he wants to face Undertaker.
0: You know what I thought was pretty cool? Thinking. What? Uh, WWE 2K14 featured Goldberg coming out like they have the backstage door and everything he walked through that Sting yeah. is he going to come from the rafters
2: Ooh, I
1: maybe. can see it for that for this uh, crow gimmick
0: that'd be awesome I mean yeah that'd be so cool
3: alright so speaking of the video game I had a crazy thought earlier this week and I meant to leave a comment about it and I didn't but think about it
0: well, it's a good thing Ul- you're on the show
3: Yeah, Ultimate Warrior signs the video game deal gets action figures Hall of Fame, dies, Sting, video game, what would you action say that? figures. It it would be creepy if it happened, is what I'm saying.
1: You forgot Macho Man.
3: Macho Man, yeah, well he didn't. He he skipped the Hall of Fame thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, he skipped but, yeah, the Hall of Fame. He video
3: game, didn't action tell, figures, video game, action figures, dies. I, it would just be creepy if it happened. That's all I'm saying.
0: You should knock on wood right now.
3: I am knocking on wood because I'm so happy that I'm Sting gonna is here. I'm going to do it for you too. And, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I just had that creepy thought of like, if it happens, like, oh my God. If
1: it happens, you just like completely. Yeah. Got, people are going to investigate like, us now. Yeah. You're, 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 you are, you can become the most hated person on the internet right now.
0: You're, you're that guy that changed Chris Benoit's Wikipedia
1: page to dead. <laughs> How do you do Like That's weird. Before, before, before it happened. Yeah.
3: I'm not saying it's going to happen because Sting is in a much better place than Ultimate Warrior was. If
0: it happens, Illuminati. Yes. <laughs> and that is our podcast. No! <laughs> that was our online listening experience.
3: Oh, we didn't mention with the Mattel thing. They also revealed a page like five minutes ago.
0: Yeah, but she needs more eye makeup.
1: Yeah. Did we mention Hotter Than Hell?
3: Yes, we did. August no, 21st. I don't think we did. Yeah, we did, because you guys called me out on it while we were talking about it. No, you were cut
1: off when you were talking about it, though.
3: Oh, so Hotter Than Hell will be August 21st. It's another Thursday show. No matches have been announced yet, but go to NYWCWrestling.com to keep up on all their information.
0: Yeah, you can buy tickets there as well.
1: Yeah, what was that date? One more time.
3: August 21st. It is a Thursday. The Doors will be at 7. Bell is at 8. You guys messed it up on last night's show. Oh, yeah? The Thursday show starts later. He would send Doors at 6, Bell at 7.
1: That's smart.
3: When they, when they switch back to Saturdays, they'll do that during the school year, whatever they switch.
1: That's smart, though, to have the shows a little bit later because it's a lot more cool. Yeah, however, it, the summer.
3: it was very hot. I, I'm I nervous. Can, I'm I nervous can speak. for tonight. I was wearing a suit last night, and my whoa, whoa, whoa. shirt was soaked.
0: I still don't understand, man. When we, when we did those Where's Dave segments, Dave sat in that heat, that hot, hot heat in a luchador mask the whole time like anyone
3: was going to care. Wait, are you going to wear a mask tonight?
0: No, I'm not wearing a mask. I don't do that.
3: Oh, so everybody come to Five Bros Wrestling tonight to see Brandon (laughs) with They're not going to hear
0: this. They're not going to
3: hear this until after tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I think
1: it's time we start to post a picture of Brandon without the mask. No.
3: We we should just post pictures of him like standing behind a sign, like things that are conveniently blocking his face. I did that. I
1: did that one time. I've had, I've had, and it, and it got two two retreats. One from Brandon, one from Chris. <laughs> what are you talking about?
3: And one from B two TG one six one.
0: Yeah, fucking dick over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not even funny. Like, why were you following porn stars and Justin Bieber?
1: Because I figured that's what you liked. So <laughs> I like I was porn to make stars it, and Justin. I was trying Bieber. to make it very realistic.
0: <laughs> you didn't even follow Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> no, I, I tweeted to her.
0: I think you were wanting. You wanted to be me. You were jealous of me, and you made an account, and you were like, I like porn stars. I love Justin Bieber. I'm going to do this. I'm going to become him.
1: Can, can you blame
2: me? I mean, If he
0: sleeps like... over next week, I'm going to cut his skin off and wear it. I'm going to well, become him. Well, if he uh, sleeps
3: over, won't Big E be jealous?
0: I don't, even, I don't get where that started. Where was he this week? Five. <laughs> five, five. Yeah, All right. I
3: guess. I'm going to go out on live limb and say I'm pretty sure he is uh, Justin DeRosa is Big E.
1: No, I don't I really do I think think that Justin DeRosa just has like a work like somehow he has a working relationship with Big E. I don't know if they work out at the same gym together. There's
0: rumors that Big E Langston does listen to this podcast. Uh, online listening experience. Like I said it's gonna take a while to get (laughs) online listening experience. Online listening listening experience is that like
3: somebody switching their pay per views to special events.
1: Yes, completely. We are not a podcast. We are an online listening experience.
3: I like it. Yeah.
1: For sure.
0: But that was the show this week. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at Rave underscore MO. You can follow Jason on Twitter at JayLinick. Uh Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. You can follow us on Twitter at Markinout. Uh Go to our YouTube page and watch our old videos. Um, am I missing stuff? If you want to leave... Fan questions, comments, we always welcome them. We always appreciate them. We always read them and answer all of them. Um, uh,
3: can I mark out for one more thing? Go, go ahead. Um, the Simpsons World app that's going to come out in October. Did you guys hear about that? No. Uh, FXX, which is like a oh, spin-off actually, of the channel FX, is acquired that? the rights to the Simpsons library, and starting later right. this month, they're going to air every episode from beginning to end of yeah. the season. Yeah, I saw end. that. It'll conclude sometime in September, and then in October, they're going to launch an app called Simpsons World. It's going to be similar to Netflix, that you can watch any Simpsons episode, anytime. You can search by character. You can just type in a quote, and it'll pull up the episode that it's from. But like I said, you can search characters. If you just want to watch all the disco stew clips, it'll pull up every disco stew clip. It's going to be incredible. So I marked out for that this week.
0: Yeah. So uh, if you're a musical, you want to be a musical interlude, you're a musician, you're a poet, Anything comedian, email us, at one at gmail.com. We'll be happy to play your
1: stuff. If you think that you could cut one hell of a promo or you just want to cut a promo in and because you think it sounds cool, do it up. Email it to us. We'll, we'll play it. Yeah. What was
0: yeah. that, a cat?
3: If you have an idea for an episode of Ringside Reactions, <laughs> hit us up on Twitter at yeah, rsreactions. Right.
0: Yeah, right. Where's Rich?
3: <laughs> I don't know. He disappeared again, but I'm looking for a new project, man. Montreal Broski, come on. He had a project <laughs> idea, and then he disappeared. The well, hell? you're going
0: to have to pronounce his name properly.
3: Montreal Broski. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. There Montreal you go. Broski, hit I'm, me up, man. I'm
0: very disappointed in Miss Dixie Carter. Yeah. She, what ha- she promised to have a, or she's, yeah, she's told him. She'll get a, a bumper or whatever, a, a ringtone for him. Where is she with that ringtone?
3: Uh, everybody tweet to her, at TNA Dixie.
0: Yeah. And I guess we wish you the... Best of of luck in your future endeavors. Have a Welcome to the after show on the online listening experience. Uh, this is only happening because we just finished recording and we see that there is another new comment. Uh, we didn't want to wait till next week to read it from Ben H. He goes on to say, hey, Dave and Brandon and whoever else may be there, too. Uh, so Jason. Yes. Yeah, so, so wait, how
3: did he know I was going to be here?
0: I don't know. Uh, well, he assumed that last week as well, too, I guess because Chris did a, a shot. Oh, yeah. And you did a shot. But uh, Raw was awesome. Zack Ryder won a match for crying out loud.
2: Woo, woo, woo. I,
0: I wanted to ask, how many times have you gone to see a WWE live event, Ooh. i.e. the WrestleManias you've gone to? Oh, have dude. a great week, guys. Ben, at Ben Hendley's. Um <sighs> That is very simple for me to answer. Uh, I'll count it off. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> I feel like Sesame Street right now. Ten. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. What, what else we got? We got eleven. We got twelve. We got 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 14, 15. My goodness, 15.
1: I can't think of them off the top of my head, but definitely over 15.
3: I'd say probably somewhere between 15 and 20.
0: I'm at 19 right now. Let's see, 19, 20, 21, Jesus,
2: 21. I didn't,
3: I didn't really start going to any events until I was in college, and there was a streak where I was going to like almost every house show they had, and then that one year where they had Royal Rumble at the Garden, and then the Bash was at the Coliseum, I went to both of those. Uh, but I haven't been to anything in a while.
0: I think mine, mine's got to be 24, 25.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, I'm at 25. That's like that's surprising to me that it's only been 25 events that I've been to. Well, since 2000, no, since 1998, my very first one, I went to a house show at the Garden right after Rick Rude passed away. So maybe that was 1999.
1: So, yeah, thank you very much for your comment though.
0: Yeah, this is a great uh after show online listening experience.
3: And now it's time for our.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do we want to say goodbye? So long.
3: Now it's Farewell. time to say goodbye to all our family.
0: Happy trails to you.
3: M I C K E Y?
0: No, it's M A R K I N O U T dot
3: com. An online out. listening experience.
0: Marking
2: yes.
0: out. Yeah. It also goes to the tune of M A R K I N O U T. M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T.
2: Mark uh, out.
3: It's time uh, to mark out.
2: Oh, new theme song. There you go. (laughs) I have a lot of free time.